With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Come out to play. Come out to play. Come out to play. Come out to play. The best there is. The best there was, and the best there ever will be. The sun is rising, gotta wake up, wake up now. Don't worry, we're all here to show you how. Janowitz, Halsey's Rock Station, KMOD. Home of the listeners, it's a family. Don't turn that dial, just wait and see. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website The Rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook, Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. I got tickets to Smoking Guns we're going to give you. Smoking hey, Guns is happening April 27th. Now, this is a charity MMA boxing event between firefighters and police officers knocking the shenanigans out of each other. <laughs> it's all to raise money for their respected organizations, which are the Special Olympics of Oklahoma for the police officers and the Oklahoma Firefighters Burn Camp. Two really amazing organizations, uh, and so they raise a bunch of money 
for them. And it all goes down, like I said, Saturday, April 27th. I got your tickets to give away coming up. Struggles Wheel, Willy Nilly. A week from today, you can hang out with us. We call it Friggin' A Friday. I'm sorry, we call it Free Food Friday. And uh, you get to have pizza from Andalini's and see the wheel live. Today, it is Friggin' A Friday. We want to know, when you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? When you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? (laughs) Now, if you were selling cigarettes out of the back of a 67 Cadillac (laughs) for the mafia, and now you're in the mafia? Right. The idea being is that you've evolved out of that phase. Right, right. Sammy, name that movie. No idea. Oh, Good fellas. It's a great movie. I may have the car wrong. Probably do. Point being. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to do that. When you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? Sam, you don't look nearly as happy as I expected you to look today. <laughs> right? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, because wow. I don't have to play you the look wheel? Rough. <laughs> no, you don't look rough. I just expected you. You know, you look. your hair looks beautiful. Like, I expected you to look ecstatic like when the show started super cheesing and you know yeah. when um when i had to do the wheel for like whatever 3 years ago forever ago and you it, did the wheel for 3 years no 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 this <laughs> happened 3 years ago when oh, i had okay. to do it for like 4 weeks in a row like by the second or third week i was like all right i this is easier cuz i know i'm going to play so it just like you know takes the stress out of it but Last night, it dawned on me, because I get that feeling every Thursday night, like, oh, goddamn, wheels tomorrow. (laughs) And last night, I was lying in bed, and I was like, ah, I'm not going to get punished tomorrow. So I am very, very excited. Yeah. This is the first you've smiled all morning. I rode up in the elevator with you. So I was just curious, you know, you had a bad yeah. coffee experience, and then now this. Yeah. I was expecting, like, the tables had turned. Maybe that was why you had a bad coffee experience. Mm. No, it's because I, I know what I don't like. I don't know why I've, I ventured away from it. They, I got a cherry mocha coffee, <laughs> and it tastes like NyQuil. What? It's not no, good. Wait, no, wait. Here's the best part. Kimby, ask her if she likes tr- uh, cherry. Sammy, mm-hmm. do you like cherries? I hate cherry. Why the hell did you get cherry mocha then? <laughs> I don't know. Cause it, like, I almost fell down in the elevator when she told me that. What? <laughs> I just... I. The hearts were up on the thing, and I'm like, oh, cute. And Target I, one. Yeah. Yep. Right there. I yep. ordered it, and then I pulled it out of the side, and I was like, what am I doing? I literally hate cherry anything, and my coffee tastes like medicine, but I'm going to drink it because it's $6. So right. I'm going to enjoy right. every NyQuil sip of this. Yeah, that's what you do when you live in that tiny McMansion. <laughs> yeah. Right. You just throw away $6 coffee. Yeah, you, you just know? throw it away like it's nothing. <laughs> right. Uh, I, uh, that sounds like... Disgusting. Do you want to try it? Uh, Yeah, I'll try it. Mocha's supposed to be like a chocolate flavor, right? So this is essentially supposed to be chocolate cherries, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Before Two things. One, I'm not going to drink from where you drink because I don't want lipstick on me. Okay. Two, (laughs) are you still sick? Oh. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's not a good idea. Take your NyQuil back. How do we know that's not NyQuil in there then? Right. (laughs) Slow gin. Right. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I'm still having trouble with my swallower. Are you really? Yeah, I still... I I still have, like, a really bad pain every time I swallow, and it sucks. I don't know. I'm afraid I have mono or something really bad. I mean, strep's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, the amount of antibiotics that I've been on, I sh- this should no longer be a problem. Uh, like, I've had four different types of antibiotics, so I'm afraid that 
it's something worse or throat cancer or something. At least according oh, to the God. Facebooks anyway, there's like some, it's like the uh, it's like the flu and strep combined that's like running rampant through the school systems right now. Yeah, it's uh, closed a couple schools because so many students are out sick. So I'm wondering if maybe that's something that you might have, Sammy, because you had the strep and maybe you just got the downside yeah. of the uh, flu there. So. You know, all the other sixth graders are real suffering right now. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yesterday during the show, I got text that my daughter was vomiting. Oh, which one? The oldest. Oh. And all day, like, didn't eat all day and was vomiting all day. At daycare or at home? At home. Mm. At home. Poor buddy. Yeah. That's... Well, I blame you is my point. That's why I'm bringing it up. <laughs> Wait, what do I have to do with it? You're the only one of the three of us that was sick. It's the only person I know in my circle that's been sick. <laughs> yeah, but I have had strep sick, not vomit, not vomit sick. Ah. Oh, but I have had a hard time eating. Yeah. yeah sorry. I should have licked your <laughs> microphone. <laughs> That's not code. We did a thing. Right, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I didn't like your microphone. It sucks. You know what's you know what's really horrible to watch is a helpless child vomiting. I mean, I right. know there's other things. I'm just saying <laughs> that it's it sucks. You're like, I don't know what to tell you. And they don't understand why they're sick. I think that's the hardest part. It's like they don't have any experience to right. know, like, this will get better. It just has to be so terrifying for a little kid to be like, wait, I was fine yesterday. Mm. Is, is my whole life going to be like this now? <laughs> this is, you'll think this is adorable and probably not a far stretch from you because you might not even know this. But my wife was talking to her and said, oh, you have a stomach bug. And my daughter goes, there's a bug in my stomach. <laughs> so saying, there's not really a bug in your stomach. It's a little no. bit of a virus. That's so cute. Yeah, it's just what they call it, a stomach bug. So, yeah. So is she better now? Uh, she woke up a lot in the middle of the night. Throwing up or just no, fever? No, we, we gave her something for the vomiting mm. to try and subside that. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, usually it's like saltines and 7-Up or Sprite or something. It, right, but then you see it again. Yeah. Ugh, God. I, I, I was thinking as she was, I was holding a bowl and she was vomiting into uh, it. I was like, Sam, uh, she wants a kid. Right. <laughs> I would throw up, too. When other people nah. throw up around me, is it not the same with kids? It's yeah. just not the same when it's your kid. Nah. Mm. Maybe, yeah. If you vomited, I would probably it. start dry heaving. Hmm. Right? But it's my kid. I'm like, meh. Ugh. I literally was changing diapers, and it was a little more in there than probably should have been. <laughs> yeah. And there was uh, some men overboard, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Gross. And I was like, yeah. I didn't even, it didn't even bat an eye. Just finished what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's Which is gross. strange because you've always been like the kind of germaphobe, like, you not know. Not kind of. I am still a germaphobe. <laughs> but with your own kids, it's like it's all good. You just don't care. You don't. Do, you, do you have a Scarlet wash her hands a bunch throughout the day? Like, are you passing germaphobe stuff onto her? Well, Antibacterial I mean, I don't things? just wa- wash my hands every time I walk by a sink. <laughs> no, but. Ooh, soap. <laughs> Name the last time you saw me wash my hands. Yeah, never. You probably never see me wash my hands. Well, yeah, because you don't do it in here. Usually, actually, you know, when you leave, sometimes you'll go get food or go to the bathroom or whatever. I always assume that you're washing your hands yeah. when you leave. Yeah, I'm not like that. I am a germaphobe, but I just am careful with my hands. And so, n- to answer your question, no. I don't make her like, it's 4 o'clock. On, on, the, on, the, on the zeros, go wash your hand. Say the alphabet. Vera, that my friend's kid, she gets so excited to wash her hand because of the the foamy soap. Oh yeah, and like gets so stoked. I'm like, all right, right wash your hands. She'll be like, can't. Like, let's go wash them. The yeah. most excited little kid just to feel some foam in her hands. Well, just to see bubbles, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that doesn't mean they wash their hands. No, I literally have to yeah. help them. 
usually just smash it around, get soap everywhere. Yeah, or le- turn to face you and wash their hands looking at you, and there's soap and everything everywhere. <laughs> Thanks. Right. I'm doing things. My hands are rubbing together. I'm doing right. things. I tell her to make bubbles. So when she's rubbing the soap, make bubbles. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's the only way. To, I don't even know what I'm doing. As someone told me, and Gimpy's used this phrase. Mm-hmm. I saw it texted the other day. It's perfect. Gimpy says they're practicing medicine, which means they don't even really know what they're doing. <laughs> right. They're just trying to hope they get a bullseye, and um, that it's practicing parenting. Pretty much. That's all you're. You're practicing. You're trying to figure it out. Mm-mm. You're just each thing you do is ah, this might work. <laughs> so do you have to quarantine Scarlet so that Ava doesn't get sick? Well, from. What I understand about a stomach bug is she incubates for 12 hours, and that's when you're contagious. So she was home. Mm. We didn't even know she had it. She was already spreading it everywhere. Wow, so now the whole house could be infected, and you don't even know it. No, as we pointed out earlier, I'm a germaphobe, so I went into... (laughs) I almost just swore. I literally almost dropped the F-bomb. I went into uh, lockdown, Yeah, where I started cleaning everything. Lysol everywhere. Well, I don't use Lysol. I use a different brand, but yes. Yeah, essentially. Seventh generation, because it's all organic. (laughs) But does it still kill 99.9% of all? Says it on the can, man. It says it on the can. So why would they lie on the packaging? Yeah. (laughs) I don't even care. It could be just water. Pretty much is all it is. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Makes me think so. Mm -hmm. It feels Mm -hmm. organic, so it feels fancier. Yeah, it's kind of like when you go into uh, someone's house or a spa. If for the ladies and Gippy, you go into a spa and it smells amazing. Mm -hmm. You're just like, well, this must be clean. No. No, scents usually cover up stank. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. Stank comes with dirtiness. It smells yes. like candles. No, but the point being is they're burning candles mm-hmm. to, cover to cover up, up something. Mm-hmm. You just assume you smell something. You're like, well, this must be clean. Yeah, that's my, true. My wife hates the smell of vinegar, and I love it because to me it smells clean. So mm. I, she'll leave. I'll go do something cleaning, and then she'll come home and go like, because vinegar's got that smell. Mm-hmm. And I think of like, yeah, it's so clean in here. The vinegar stroke smell. (laughs) That's not what I said. That's that's taking it to a weird place. I I didn't know there was a scent along with that. Uh, I prefer the smell of bleach. That lets me know that it's clean. Not so much vinegar. Vinegar is, yeah, it it gets you clean, but it's pungent. I can't do it. But But you like bleach? Bleach is pungent. Yeah, but but it doesn't curl my nose hairs quite like vinegar does. I use vinegar in in my laundry with my towels, so they don't, you know, when they get all funky, it gets the stank out. Little uh, disgusting life hacks. Some yeah. KMOD. Yeah. <laughs> How Gimpy cleans his towels. Right. Cleaning towels with Gimpy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So we want to know when was the <laughs> such a fitting topic for freaking. When were you young and dumb, and what dangerous situation <laughs> were you put yourself? Did you put yourself in? Did you use soap instead of vinegar on your towels? <laughs> oh, we want to hear from you. <laughs> When you were young Living and dumb, what dangerous situation <laughs> did you put yourself in? BMMS and what that is to 82945 News Quickies when we return. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. The Big Bad Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Text us. We want to know, when you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? BMMS, and briefly tell us what that is to the phone number 82945. News Quickies on Friday, just the headlines. It's time for News Quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? 
Now here's Corbin, Kempe, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show at 97.5 KMOD. Bingo brawl breaks out at Canadian nursing home. That's fun. <laughs> I it's got to be slow. It's got to be. It's got to be slow, right? A slow fight. Yeah, oh, like they're sure. telegraphing punches for sure. <laughs> for sure. order? Indian man to sue his parents for giving birth to him without consent. He wants to be paid for his life. <laughs> I don't think you get a choice in that matter. Right. Well, we read it last Friday. Oh, did we? Oh, well, how about that? <laughs> I'm not next. Sorry. I don't <laughs> know why I did that. USB stick found in New Zealand seal poop somehow still works. Well, you know. That was Jesus. intern. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. They made an intern. No, no, no. You do it, man. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Former WWE star is selling photos of her poo online. That's gross. Oh, I got to know who. Not that I want any. Right. I'm just curious to who's at that level of... <laughs> Needing to make some money. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. I, th- I was, yeah. Who is that broke? Who would buy that? By the are, way. Are you kidding me right surprised. now? Oh, God. I can't surprised. think of anything more disgusting. That's so nasty. Here's, here's the thing. I was thinking it was a female. I haven't looked. <laughs> I can't tell you. you. I was thinking it was a female, You're but right. it, the headline doesn't say female WWE star. I just assumed. Yeah, that's what well, my mind Well, I'll read it for you one more time. Former WWE star is selling photos of her poo. Ah, okay. That makes sense then. Uh, Florida politician reportedly resigns following accusations she licked men's faces. This is an amazing story because, huh? Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) If she wants to lick men's faces, let her do it. Let her do it. Even if it was the most attractive person ever, Mm -hmm. still it would get old. Licking faces (laughs) is gross. And it, I don't think she's the most attractive person ever. She's not. No. She is not. But <laughs> no. I'm just stating, if you like, whoever the hottie is in your office, mm-hmm. you just get licked. Nothing else <laughs> happens <laughs> on your face. Uh-huh. Saliva stinks. It does. Yeah. Kimpy's like, I know. Yes. Trust <laughs> so, me. And, and so it would get old. Mm-hmm. And it for sure is sexual assault. Oh, my God. 100%. And can you imagine if she's like a smoker or a coffee drinker? <laughs> or and doesn't brush their teeth? Yeah. Or got a furry tongue situation and she licks your face? Yeah. Man is detained after poisoning and stealing four pet dogs for their meat in order to prepare for his Chinese New Year banquet. Get out of here. Oh, God, Get man. Get out of here, man. Jeez. Man arrested for selling 70 pairs of shoes he sniffed for sexual pleasure. <laughs> he needs to get together with the WWE lady. <laughs> right. <laughs> 70 pairs of shoes? A lot like, of even if, how many you could go through what? 10 pairs a day? I mean, you're, ch- maybe. If you're, if you're changing, like, the average person is up 14 hours, mm-hmm. right? So there'd be one an hour, right? You do 14 pairs. But do you realize how much work that is? Yeah, because, like, I, I know I have a lot of shoes. I don't think I have 70 pairs of shoes, and I lose them all the time. So, for... <laughs> I, you lose I, your shoes? <laughs> I have one flip-flop that's still missing in my house from two years ago, and I won't throw the other one I have away because I love those flip-flops. They're, like, you know, You nice ain't loving ones. them, though, because right. you ain't wearing them two years. I know, but I still can't, you know, bring myself to throw away that one flip-flop <laughs> I have in case I find its brother and I need it. Mm. Or you could just throw that one away and order a brand new pair of that yeah, same brand. That's, that's, that's the way to go right no, there. No, 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 because, like, with the Rainbows and Reefs one, the, like, nice little flops, they've got your, your foot indention in them. They're broken in, and it takes a while, you know, so 
I don't know why I'm rationalizing this. I haven't yeah. used them in two years, but yeah. I, I can't throw them away. I can't throw away. It's one, the sister pair, sister shoe. You know, throw them away as a pair. Right. Well, mm-hmm. it just see, it was just tired of living under the under sh- other shoes umbrella, <laughs> yeah. and it really wanted to go out and have its own identity. <laughs> and so it's fl- you know it's flown the coop essentially. Yeah. Right now it's living the life. It's probably in like California or something. Right. It's in Los Angeles on <laughs> right. the set of some right. TV show. Yeah, right. Go ahead and or chase down dream. <laughs> hoping to make it as an actress, but has <laughs> probably ended up doing porn instead. <laughs> Gross. A uh, man became angry over a plate of food at a Super Bowl party before killing his stepbrother. I love that story as well. Mm-hmm. Jesus, man. Driver crashed car while trying to avoid octopus. <laughs> what are you doing in the ocean? <laughs> Driving around. Sam is so confused right now. <laughs> I've never ran run into an octopus in my life if it wasn't at an aquarium, mm. let alone on land. They, don't, they can't run on land. So it makes it a great headline. Canadian woman writes own obituary, says she has smoking hot body she's always wanted after being cremated. I always find these interesting because you see the headline every time someone tries to, you know, fozzy bear their, their yuck, obituary. Yuck, yuck. Mm-hmm. And you're know, like, that's probably the only time you were ever funny. And that's it. Even that's then, like, the oh, she couldn't on. even get her to rest after she died. <laughs> right. She had to get one more in there. A London restaurant serves up gray squirrel lasagna. Gross. Some people eat squirrel and they say it's delicious. Yeah. Gray meat sounds so gross. Yeehaw, Any buddy. gray meat. I mean, technically, beef will be gray if you overcook it. Yeah. Ugh, God. Yuck. Woman, woman's panel says it's fed up with woman-only panels and wants more men. <laughs> How woman is that? You don't get more women than a woman panel deciding that it's tired of women-only panels and wants more men. Y'all I know we got our way off. and everything. I understand. But Never mind. <sighs> we want someone to flirt with. About that. <laughs> Universal Orlando now has a butt naked troll that farts glitter at guests. That is hilarious. <laughs> farts glitter. Gross. <laughs> Man fails to open register. Steals chicken instead. You, well, you realize that there's it's a starter drawer and there's only eight dollars in it. Yeah, right. You're like, I get a bucket of chicken too. It's extra crispy. W- double, uh, World War One grenade found among potatoes at snack factory. Oh, dude. <laughs> it's a little hard. It looks a little weird. Why is it not grinding? <laughs> <laughs> Bed bugs falling off lawyers' clothing forces Oklahoma courthouse to close. Yeah. Yeah. This up in Rogers County. Yeah. So gross. Just falling off. I read the story, and it's like uh, one of the statements was like, "How do you not know that you've got bed bugs falling off of your clothes?" Well, I, I am I, I'm confused by this story because mm-hmm. the story is that they saw them coming off their. Clo- what are you talking about? Like how how do you see them? They're almost impossible to see when they're on your bed. Well, that's the thing, though. These were full. Was he wearing a white suit? (laughs) (laughs) These are probably already full and matured, okay? And when they are big and full mature, you can see them with the naked eye. And uh, if if they're that many to where they're falling off the clothes and they're full mature, what are you laughing about? The way you see Your knowledge of bed bugs is just awesome. (laughs) Fight the battle before. It blows, dude. It (laughs) effing blows. You say mature very maturely. Right. (laughs) The opposite way he says anything else. (laughs) Right. That's the one fancy word when you're talking about bed bugs. The very mature guacamole. <laughs> Avocado. What that you get from Minga. The bed bugs are very mature. You can see them in the shadow. So when they're when they're fully matured, yes. I'm sorry, when they're fully matured, matured they're yes. uh, they 
they're very easy to recognize. They, they are. Okay. They are. That's how we discovered my dad had them. He's like, I got these damn roaches on my bug. And I'm like, what the hell? Oh! Roach? They were that big? They were that big. They were that big. And I, look, I went in there looking. I'm like, Dad, those aren't roaches on your bed, brah. That's bed bugs. And then oh, that's when we started that battle. God, that Cost is so us, gross. It was like $1,500 for the whole process. Oh, yeah. so then did you, by proxy, have them? They were in the house. I'm sure they were. I didn't, uh, we didn't have any in our bed because we didn't have bites. We didn't have any crawling. We did the inspection. So mostly it was all confined to that room. I but thought we they jumped. We, well, they can. They can spread. They spread quickly. Right. Depends on how long you had it. Yeah. So oh, well, as God. soon as we found out, like, that's where it was at, we, we checked the house. We checked our beds. Now we're good. We're spraying everything anyway. Got exterminators in there, bombed the house, and then just steadily lives like every once a week for like two months. We had to have them come in and spray. Did you have to get rid of anything, clothes or furniture? Uh, No. They said not to get rid of all that stuff. You don't have to because of the bomb and the spraying and all that. Okay. You know. Because I know some people lose a lot of possessions because of that. Yeah. I'm getting rid of it. I don't I'm trust so you. Itchy There's right no now. way. They're like, oh, go ahead and keep that couch in your bed. No <laughs> way would I do that. Oh, God, that's so gross. That is my worst fear, getting bed bugs. Because I know that, like, if someone had them here, they could just jump on your you, clothes you and go home You missed the word today. You. <laughs> you missed the word today. My worst fear today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. that's true. Yeah, you say worst fear a lot. <laughs> God, I'm so itchy right now just thinking about that. that mm. Oh, God, that's so gross. I take that itch home with you. Uh, dating app uses fridge picks instead of headshots. Which I think is pretty brilliant. Yeah, basically they've figured out Tinder for your fridge. Like, yeah, let's plump up before the big date. <laughs> Ooh, I'm Which hungry. does what happen, by the way, there? but usually not in front of the fridge. <laughs> uh, uh, Arizona tourist attraction closes after the death of a fourth dolphin. Oh. <laughs> exactly. That's the problem. <laughs> they don't know what the problem is. God, it's hot in this desert. <laughs> for real. Anybody got any water? What's going on? Why are they dying? Good God, I am parched. <laughs> It just evaporates. <laughs> Let's look up Arizona dolphin and see the Nervin Dictionary. Do you know what the dolphin is? Arizona one, it's just completely dry. <laughs> okay, say last one, Sam. Tennessee man died of meth overdose before being eaten by bear at National Park. That's got to suck, man. I mean, because here you are freaking For the bear? Out. No, for everybody in that case, man. So now the bear's all twacked out because he just ate a right? meth head. Oh, my God. <laughs> so now you got this cranked out bear running around the forest acting crazy, probably eating everything. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That that, <laughs> that bear would for sure get high off meth. Yes. Poor well, it bear. depends how much it would need. It it's may not have the same effect as it did on the person because it's a diluted amount. True. Right? And it may need double of the real amount. But here's the thing, though. I don't see many bears doing meth recreationally in the woods. So I think the first time. They don't have a tolerance. You know, their tolerance is low. (laughs) (laughs) Their tolerance is low. You're absolutely right. The bear's just grinding its teeth and pacing back and forth. Sneaking up behind people's houses looking for VCRs and stuff. I think you're you're wrong, Sam, because I've seen the pictures of a bear on meth and a bear not on meth. It looks like such an older bear. Uh, Power Wheels Barbie Dream Camper recalled for stuck accelerator issue. It's a toy for right. those that can't keep right. up. And it goes all of, what, a mile and a half an hour? If if it's the electronic one that moves. No. <laughs> pretty easy Just to don't catch. charge it. Yeah. Right. Uh, all these stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. When you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in?
BMMS and what that is to 82945. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. Next to Big Bad Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And we've been asking, when you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? When you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? BMMS and what that is to 82945. And we got somebody on the phone right now that has texted in. Let's go with Jeff is on. Jeff, how are you, sir? I'm good. How are y'all this morning? Great, man. Jeff, when you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? Uh, a, a friend of mine and myself, uh, we used to climb to the top of these high-voltage towers that hold the, uh, the, the electrical lines. And we'd hang upside down, watch the sun come up, and just, you know, I had a lot of a lot of chemicals were involved to get us to do that stuff, but it was uh cocaine yeah, was and then yeah, well, and then uh we were climbing up one morning uh before the sun came up, and he slipped about halfway up and fell, broke five ribs in his leg, and that was the last time we did it, so yeah, usually sun uh, tends to slow things down a little bit. Slow him down, at least, for sure. What, what, now looking back, or if your kid, you caught your kid doing this, what would you tell them? I would, <laughs> well, it, since I've done it, or it, it it's kind of hard to say don't do it, but I just say look how, look at the pains and aches I'm going through now as I've gotten older because of stuff I've put my body through when I was younger, and you don't want to be this way. And, you know, but, you know, I mean, I, I, I encourage them to try different things, and I'm uh, maybe not the chemical part of it, but the, uh, <laughs> climbing the climbing the towers. Uh, they like to rock climb and stuff like that, so they they kind of have their own dangerous things they like to do. But right yeah, on, it's, man. Uh, it's lots of fun. Right on. Well, uh, <laughs> dude, I appreciate you letting us talk to you, and uh, have a great day. Yeah. All right, man. Okay, See you later. Talk to you later. Bye. You know, growing up in the great metropolis of Kuwaita, Bob's got himself into a few dangerous situations, mostly when he was sneaking up behind the goats. Back to you, Corbin. Speaking of, Pop is on the line. Good morning, Pop. Hanging upside down to watch the sun come up. That's a <laughs> How <good> romantic. <laughs> it, yeah, I know, right? And swung back and forth. Well, you know, it's it, like it, a Zach Efron p- picturesque <laughs> setting to me. Which means Funny. translation, yeah, pop is on board. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about morning, you, Pop? Zach. When you were young and <laughs> dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? You know, believe it or not, Corbin, I was really a good kid while I was growing up. <laughs> You're right, didn't I don't really, believe it. <laughs> didn't really do anything, anything dangerous at all. I mean, I grew up on a farm, so it was kind of... Uh, which doesn't really help the gimpy little bit there with the goats. <laughs> Not that kind of farm. Um, oh, it was sheep, I, huh? <laughs> it, was, it was more cattle. Um, I, I didn't really. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I probably wasn't as safe around as much as the heavy machinery as I was. You know, because you're just dumb, and you think that you know it all, and you're, you know, nah, nothing will ever happen to me. And then, uh, you know, you get lucky on a few things. 
And um, now when you look back on it, you're like, oh, damn, was I really lucky on something like that. So that's probably like the extent of it. No hanging upside down off of a radio tower to watch the sun come up or anything. I would just think the power that runs through those electrical lines isn't very forgiving. It's That's a oh zero tolerance, hard and fast, you will die, I would imagine, yes. touching one of those. Yeah, it's like watching those guys, the videos that come out of the guys that uh, touch the power lines on the, all the uh, – Mass transit, like on the trains, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when they just <laughs> there's a big bright flash, and then the next thing you know, that guy's just laying there dead, smoking <laughs> on top of the train. <laughs> there's been one floating around where these guys are in the back of uh, I don't know if it's a dump truck or a moving truck, and they're trying to move something, and they're they they have people with them to lift the power lines from the power company so they can go underneath them, mm-hmm. but they didn't grab this one, and that you see the guy get shocked, <laughs> and it is oh, for lack of a better dude. term, vicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I was sitting here trying to think of anything else. I I, I didn't participate, but I had some buddies that they played a game while they were in high school. They would go down the turnpike, roll down the window, and and crawl out of the window across the top of the car and try to crawl into the back seat with the other window down. That was a little game that they played while they were going down the turnpike. So Good God. Jeez. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> let's move on to sports. Yesterday, a baseball legend died, Frank Robinson, uh, first African-American manager in Major League Baseball history. He did 16 seasons with Cleveland and uh, Baltimore and San Francisco and a bunch of others. Um, also had the Presidential Medal of Freedom. And, uh, won the All-Star Game. The only player to ever win the All-Star Game that represented had represented both sides. So he yeah. won it as the American League and then played for a National League team and then won it again. Just his story, if you read into it, is amazing. Even from when he was 30 and still playing pretty well, but the owner of the Reds was like, I don't, I don't, I don't think you're good anymore. Traded him for like three players. Those three players never even got close to what he did when he got traded to Baltimore. Just a fantastic story, Pop. Yeah, and he actually had a stop in Tulsa as well. Uh, he didn't play here for very long, and he was only the third black player at the time in Oilers history uh, before the drillers were they were the Oilers Um, Chuck Harmon was one of the other ones Um, they broke the color barrier but they broke it in 1954 and um, he when he was here in Tulsa he he showed that he's got all the skills in the world I mean you're talking about one of the more talented guys that have ever played in this game Won the MVP not only in the American League but in the National League as well. And um, when he appeared as the third baseman in 13 games in the majors um, back in the day, he he wasn't really considered to be one of those guys that would end up having the legacy that he did uh, when he first broke into the game. But it wasn't very long after that when he got the reputation as being kind of a hard ass. He was a guy that would lean in over the plate and almost dare the pitchers to hit him. And then when they wouldn't, uh, he would make them pay at the plate. He got hit 198 times. That when he was at the plate yeah. because he would God. lean over, you know, and he would crowd the plate and he would be like, yeah, I just dare you to hit me. And he and he really turned into kind of a, an intimidating type player, uh, won the triple crown in 66, hit 49 home runs, drove in 122 runs, batted 309 different seasons, had uh, 2,943 career hits. I mean, just what a what a badass. And um, he became the first black manager 28 years after Jackie Robinson took the field with the Dodgers. And this is a guy that, that was born in Beaumont, Texas, was one of 10 kids. They moved to Oakland, 
And you just think about all of those barriers that were standing in his way. I mean, born in Beaumont, Texas in 1935. Wow. One of ten kids to make it to the major leagues and then be a Hall of Famer and then be a great manager. He was managing – he was the first manager that the Washington Nationals had. I think his last year to manage was 06 – so Washington D.C. had waited thirty something years to have a team come back. They were they were supposed to be terrible. They ended up being eighty one and eighty one that year, really good. He won the World Series there with the Orioles as a manager. Was responsible for the largest turnaround or the third largest turnaround in baseball history of uh, thirty plus more wins the next year after the year that he took over. And one of those, the only other team that actually beat him in that race was the Boston Red Sox was in 1946 when all those guys like Ted Williams came back from World War II. They won like 37 games that year. Wow. So, I mean, not only a great player, but a great manager. You know, the other thing that I found out yesterday reading about him and kind of digging and seeing all the cool things he did is they named somebody, um, and I had no idea who it was, and the person's name was Rob Manfred. And I was like, who's this guy? Because they kept seeing his name over and over. He's yeah. the current commissioner of Major League Baseball. I had yep. no idea. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. how that's how non-relevant baseball is starting to become. Is I had no idea that was, and maybe that's his thing. He doesn't want to be known. Mm. But come on, I had no idea. Yeah. Well, baseball is one of the worst sports ever <laughs> about promoting their stars and promoting you know people that run it. That's one of their major flaws, and yeah, I think you should you should probably know who the who the commissioners are of every major sport if you follow them. I think if you follow them, right? I I still think I do a sports show, and I, it would be fun to find out how many people could even name most of the managers in Major League Baseball. I bet you couldn't. Oh uh, no! I way. know I sure as hell couldn't. <laughs> it's yeah. like no way. Yeah, no way. Just the team you just the team you love. But I think that's true for football too. I think you only um, you only know, you don't know all the coaches. Like, I'm a f- big ah, football fan. Man. I can't name every NFL coach. I bet you people could name more football coaches, though, than baseball managers. Fair. Easily, that are on the street. Yeah, I couldn't I, name I, one other one besides who manages the Royals. <laughs> See, that's what's so great about it, right? Why is there a manager and not a coach? It's the same thing. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Only know. you get to wear that little uniform. Yeah. <laughs> Cute. And you get to never have to get out of the dugout unless you're mad. Wouldn't it be awesome to see Andy Reid wear a Chiefs uniform right there on the sidelines, Corbin? <laughs> How awesome would that be? Yeah. Yeah, He'd look like a lineman. My favorite gut hanging over. Yeah. yeah. Just like his pass, kick, and punt picture from when he was right. a kid playing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Looked like a 33-year-old out there lined up next to a 10-year-old. Why are you panting? <laughs> yeah. You're panting. Right. One other note, uh, speaking of baseball, because this guy is an Oklahoman and he graduated from Carl Albert, he is JT Real Muto. And you're probably like, who the hell is that? He's the Marlins catcher. He's really good. He's like one of the best catchers in the game. Again, part of the problem, you don't know who he is. He got traded to the Phillies yesterday. So an Oklahoman and the best catcher in the game. Now a member of the Philadelphia Phillies. We'll tell you about all the all-star madness, Bob Stoops and Kyler Murray in the next update. That's uh, Balls to the Wall Sports, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS. And then what you want to say to 82945. Tickets to Smoke and Guns coming up. We also have the Struggler's Wheel. We also have Will and Nelly. But it's friggin' A Friday. We want to know, when you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? 
BMMS space, then whatever that situation was briefly, to the phone number 82945. Friggin' A Friday, Sam, when you were young and dumb, sorry, when you were dumb, sorry, <laughs> Sam, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? Um, when I was in high school, I always used to stay the night at my friend Mary's house because she had a window that faced the street so we could sneak out of there easier. And um, I was a junior, and we went out the, like, snuck out at, like, 10 o'clock at night and then um, went to a party at an older guy friend's house. They were in college already. And so we accidentally stayed the night there, like, fell asleep, woke up. It was, like, 630 in the morning, and we're like, oh, my God, it's light outside. We got to go. So we get in our car, start to drive back to her house, and we ran out of gas, and we were just, like, in a hurry and didn't even think about it. Um, And so we were so afraid that we were going to get caught sneaking out that Mary put up her thumb, like, hitchhiking to try to get us help. And we got a random guy that was, like, 40-something years old, super hairy, super chomo-looking guy. And we got into his car for him to go get us gas. And he passed two gas stations is like, is like, no, I want to go to this one. This one's better. And we were freaking out in the car because we were just scared. We didn't want to get in trouble. So we got in this stranger's car, both in the back seat and, like, texting our friend Boris to come meet us so that he could protect us so (laughs) already in someone's car we have no control in the back seat he could have you know locked the doors and murdered us if he wanted to and so anyways he he really did just want to go to this specific gas station and was weird and he had body odor and i was (laughs) i was in the back seat of the car that's the big (laughs) deal yeah so always those bad guys always smell real bad yeah let's pick up some 16 year olds like creepy and so anyways he did take us to the gas station that was like really out of the way and we had told our friend to meet us there and luckily he lived close so he met us at that gas station and followed us back with that guy i honestly expected a different dangerous situation story out of you not one that you've told but i was expecting not running out of gas but it makes sense why it was, it was dangerous stupid. to you yeah. Yeah. yeah it wasn't the running out of gas it was getting in a car with somebody we didn't know <laughs> because we you didn't, didn't learn your trouble. lesson because you picked up some homeless guy carrying a bucket of dirt yeah but i felt bad for him so it was <laughs> and he felt bad for you yeah right real bad uh <laughs> gimpy what's uh when you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? All right, here we go. 75. That's 75. You want just one? Did, are you impl- you feel like you were in countless ones? Oh, so, so many dangerous situations. Me and my brother got ourselves into growing up. Even after he left the house, I still c- continued like, to When you were myself. young, we, him, you and him. Uh-huh. Uh, so when we were growing up in California, we'd walk to school, and it seemed like it was like a mile or so. Who knows? Probably was less. But we'd detour, and we'd stop off and play in the landfill for whatever silly effing reason. Okay. It's a great place to explore as a kid, but very dangerous as well because uh, you don't know what's in there. Uh, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. We used to, um, we'd have to cross this bridge uh, to get across the street or whatever, but instead of going down the bridge like a normal person would, we would go underneath the bridge and shimmy ourselves across the uh, drainage pipes that were underneath the bridge. Okay, so that was fun. Um, let's see, later on, of course, growing up in Alabama, there's always... Uh, time in the woods, we had this trussle that was not that far away from our house. Now, that is just a giant bridge for railroad tracks, if you don't know what a train trussle is. And this thing was at least mm, 100 feet off the ground, maybe 200 feet off above, you know, solid dirt. 
And we would walk across that. We'd go out there and explore, walk across that. As a matter of fact, one of our buddies, a couple of our friends, uh, would went out there once on their four-wheelers. And they were crossing the bridge on their four-wheelers. Well, one of them fell off the trussel uh, and landed at the bottom, four-wheeler and all. And he ended up, I think he's paralyzed now. Uh, he's in a wheelchair for a long time. We ended up moving before I got to know what really, if he's still good now or whatever. But, uh, yeah, that's just a few of the things. Well, we've gotten ourselves into right. It. That sounds like being a kid, right? Yeah. Exploring. Yeah, pretty much. But the danger that's behind that, you know, you see a, a friend of yours. A, I was in the sixth grade sure. at that time, so he was in the seventh grade uh, to fall off his four wheeler off the bridge, and you know, pretty well break every bone in his body like that. Um, now moving to Tonkawa, okay, brother's already out of the house. This is just me being a stupid teenager. Uh, we would drive around town. A buddy of mine had this. Uh, it's like a 94 Honda Civic hatchback. Okay, follow me, two-door small car. So we pile like six people inside. It's already overfilled, as it is. And then I sat on the door, okay, on the door, on the outside. Sat on the door like this, and I had my arm through the sunroof, and I'm latched on like that. And we're driving around town, down through the streets, with me on this door, another buddy on this door, and then the inside just packed full. Right, the door is ajar. And you're sitting on it. Yeah, no, the door is closed. Everybody's closed. The window's down. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting on the on where the window would be. Okay, so my ass is like inside there, but the rest of me's hanging out. So he goes around this corner doing about 25, 30, okay? And I lost grip. Obviously, my claw doesn't grip as well as it should, especially at this point. So anyway, I was all good. I started to walk this son of a bitch out as I fell off the car. But then I tripped over my own damn feet. <laughs> That's when I tumbled. Dunk, 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 sounds dunk, very dunk. gimpy. Yeah. I hit my head on the curb. I had road rash all up and down my body. It's pretty rough. From the tri- from you on your own f- tripping Tri- yourself, tripping and falling over my own damn feet because I was on the car and he <laughs> went around the corner too fast and I had slipped off. You know, I lost grip. So, yeah, that's awesome. In Not injured from the car. Mm. You fallen out of a moving vehicle. Mm-mm. You from tripping over your yeah. Sasquatch feet. Yeah, my giant uh, clown shoes. <laughs> that's uh-huh. awesome. Uh huh. We want to know, when you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? BMMS and what that is to 82945. I've told this on the air before, but it's when I would go cruising with my uh, friend who was a lineman for the football team, went on to play O-line for the University of Iowa. So big guy, 6'3", something like that. And, you know, never felt like I was in danger with this guy. Yeah. Friend Friend of the family, friend of mine. And so Chris and me would go, girls would go with us or whatever, and these guys wanted to start a fight with us. So we pulled over, we both got out, mm-hmm. I went to one guy, he went to the other, and I totally expected to see him pummeling the guy out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> and all I, the next thing I know, he's got me, pulling me away from this guy, and the guy's got a gun in the air. Uh-oh. And pointed at us. Jeez. That was pretty dumb, because I don't even know what we were fighting about. Yeah. I don't even know what we were fighting about. Just because he looked at you funny? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Because the tough streets of Cedar Falls, <laughs> Iowa, in Blackhawk County. Were you guys drinking at the time? No. 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 Just just being Just cruising. <laughs> just cruising. Just cruising. Just cruising. To me, and that is a typical just doing what kids do, cruise, you know, joyride, whatever you want to call it. But then for some reason, it got super dangerous super quick. Mm-hmm. We should have never gotten out of that car. No. I'm not going to say we shouldn't have been cruising. That's what kids did. Yeah. 
but we should have never gotten out of the car to try and fight those guys. Mm-mm. Like, oh, this escalated quickly. And you didn't know those other people. <laughs> nope. You didn't go to school with them. It nope. was just, were, and were they older people or about your age? Uh, they looked about our age. Okay, okay. Just a bunch of punks from a town across the way coming over so, to cause trouble. So we had two cities together, uh-huh. right? It's called Cedar Falls and Waterloo, and they were together, mm-hmm. so you wouldn't be able to tell unless you saw the sign that you were in Waterloo. Oh. So you would cruise all the way down and back into both cities. Got it. Well, with that happening, you got people from multiple high schools. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. Now you got a gang fight. <laughs> right. West, side sto- yeah. West Side Story. No. Not Snaps. even Not even close. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> Uh, young and dumb in college, stealing those stupid calculators. Yeah. That was just dumb of me. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, I mean, you got extra cash out of it. I mean, yeah, you could have gotten in trouble, and you could have, you know, served some jail time, but, you know. <laughs> For least, a calculator. Or at least you got some extra cash. I mean, I mean yes, yeah, so we could silver lining this horrible <laughs> thing I did. <laughs> if you, you were wanted. able to eat, Corbin. Come on. But that was young and dumb. Mm-hmm. They should have never done that. Nice. By the way, we'd steal multiple things. That wasn't the only thing we stole from there. It was just the only thing we got cash for. We would always uh, pull hey misters or the like, old hey man. Yeah, hey man. Hey, we buy some beer. Here's yeah. twenty bucks and like okay. And always at the grocery store that was in my neighborhood, the Albertsons there. And so, so many times because I don't know why we just didn't go to another store. And I was just a dumbass that we I would see my dad's truck pull up and be like f. Hide in the nail salon or whatever. <laughs> and I think we may have only actually had it one time where someone bought us alcohol and they bought us vodka and they bought it. It was like a plastic Russian, not in English, disgusting rubbing alcohol bottle of vodka. And we gave the guy 40 bucks for this $5 bottle of vodka. And then um, we always used to do beer runs too. And the person would, you know, just reverse into a spot. There was a quick trip by our house or a quickie mart. And would one of the dudes would just go and then give the signal and then take the beer and just run and we get in the mean? car. What do you mean? Like they were st- it was stacked outside? No, no, no. It was inside. Mm-hmm. They would he just would, go in so to the cooler. Rob, yeah, rob the store. Yep. Essentially, yeah. Yep, and then just take the beer and then and give you, the signal. So you were an accomplice. Yes. In a getaway vehicle for yes. a robbery. I would, and I was just as guilty as they were, but I felt like because I wasn't driving and I wasn't stealing that I had plausible deniability that, like, <laughs> I didn't know what was going to happen. See, that's law and order working right mm-hmm. there, man. One time we did that. Sorry, I'm just trying to digest what I would be telling my daughter if I just heard her say what you said. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I think I was like mm, 17, 16 or 17. Yeah, just when our friend got their very first car. We'd always use his car because it was faster. <laughs> Whose idea was it to go f- on a robbery? Oh, definitely not mine. <laughs> well, I you just... put it like that. Damn. It's what it is. Well, yeah, but beer run sounds a whole hell of a lot more fun yeah, than a there's sure. no weapons. robbery. Yeah. It's that, not an armed it's robbery. It's not an armed robbery. <laughs> yeah. It's it Robert. run. It's still I, Robert. No, it's robbery. One time, uh, the he grabbed the handle part of the the cardboard at the top and i guess ripped it off and so he couldn't shut the door because we had beer spilling out of the car <laughs> and i'm sure the guy's like god damn it which just is- follow the trail of bears eh? yeah <laughs> god you idiots you never got caught, caught. No. never got caught i never got caught never I- had anybody run after you with a shotgun shooting at you no yeah, but we did have back at her with my beer. twice we had some the whoever was in the store come out and like yell but i mean we never had police show up or anything like that which is a sign whenever you're reversing into a spot and you know you've got a car full of dumbass teenagers that you probably got wise to it but i think i probably i was in the car for at least four of them yeah that's crazy 
That, I always be so nervous. I would get so scared. To and me, I also, that is far more dangerous than <laughs> the getting the gas, gas thing. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't get like you did I'd that. Get in trouble, but I wouldn't get murdered. Right, but you're all that's based off what ifs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you did that once. Mm-hmm. This you did multiple times. Yeah, four times at least. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's far more dangerous. Goodness gracious, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Got a new Apple Watch and it does it, it'll do an EKG or ECG or whatever mm-hmm. to check for heart, heart palpitations. I don't even need to run that app because I can feel them by what you're <laughs> telling me, Sam. <laughs> I always felt too that like I would get in less trouble because I was like a good kid, had a good, you know, whatever three point three three average and volunteered at the Special Olympics and felt like, you know, I, if we were to get in trouble, I would get in the least trouble because I was just sitting in, you know, the passenger seat being like, go, go, Jake, stupid. How often did that pay off? What? That you didn't get in trouble. Never. You never got in trouble for anything. No, and that's what I'm saying. It never paid off when I got, oh, okay. when I got in trouble for, um, for the drug thing, trafficking Tylenol 3. They didn't care that I was a good kid. I still got three weeks suspended. Like No one was like, oh, you're a good kid. Right. That happened yeah. the next day. Sam quit helping out at the Special Olympics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two years, yeah. Uh, all right. We want to know from you, when you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? BMMS and what that is to 82945. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Wake up, man. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. Yeah. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Gimpy, Sam just told me you were taking selfies. Yeah, I was in here snapping selfies. The Snapchat, man. That's how it is. You take a picture, you put a message with it, you send it to somebody. Gimpy, I'm going to be honest with Mm -hmm. you. The douchiest picture you can send is a selfie of you pointing at the camera. I wasn't pointing at the camera, though. It was just all, my face. All, all selfies are douchey. To be fair, all selfies are douchey. Hey, buddy. But you you were communicating with, a, like, a lady friend? Just a friend. Just a friend. Snapchat. Boom. There you go. Send it on down the road. What? I'm just... I, it's interesting. You, mister, I'm no social. It's... I'm just... It's, yeah, a, like a, it's an I, interesting observation, yeah. you taking selfies. Yeah. You, you self-admitted, mm-hmm. don't do social media. Absolutely. You self-admitted, you don't do selfies. Mm-hmm. And both those just happened, so it's interesting. Yeah, times are changing, man. Times are changing. Let's play a game. Uh, we've got tickets to Smoke and Guns. They are happening. That's happening April 27th at the BOK Center. Charity fight between firefighters and police officers. It's going to be MMA and boxing, and it's awesome. It's all to raise money for the Special Olympics of Oklahoma and the Firefighters Burn Camp. Sam is going to step out of the room as we play the numbers game. We'll get somebody on the phone. If she beats them, they you don't get those tickets. She hoards them, puts them in the back of her storage unit. Never to be used, and it's such a waste of good tickets. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Bailey. Bailey, how are you today? Good. How are you? I'm good, Bailey. Make sure you speak up loud and clear. What category do you want, numbers, percentages, or averages? Um, let's do percentages. Percentages it is. Five questions. Just answer them the best that you can. She'll come in and get the same questions. Are you ready, Bailey? I'm ready. Here we go. Bailey, what percentage of adults eat three or more fast food meals a week? What percentage of adults eat three or more fast food meals a week? Um, 
85%. 80, 85%? Yeah. Okay. Bailey, what percentage of children say McDonald's is their favorite place to eat? What percentage of children say McDonald's is their favorite place to eat? Um, 70%. Okay. What percentage of Americans are overweight or obese there, Bailey? What percentage of Americans are overweight or obese? Um, 65%. Okay. Bailey, what percentage of adults dine out at least once a week? Percentage of adults that dine out at least once a week? Um, 46%. 46. And last one here, Bailey, what percentage of children and teens will eat fast food on any given day? What percentage of children and teens will eat fast food on any given day? Mm, 82%. All right. All right. Good job, Bailey. And Sam will come in and get the same five questions. We'll see if she can block you from getting those tickets. She's been pretty successful this year in blocking a lot of people from getting prizes. Sam, percentages is the category. Are you ready? Yep. All right, Sammy, what percentage of adults eat three or more fast food meals per week? Percentage adults that eat three or more fast food meals per week. 42%. Mm-hmm. Sam, what percentage of children say McDonald's is their favorite place to eat? 63%. Mm. Sammy, what percentage of Americans are overweight or obese? Mm. 40%. Okay. What percentage of adults dine out at least once a week, Sam? 80%. Okay. Last one here. What percentage of children and teens will eat fast food on any given day? Uh, 73%. 73%. All right, Bailey, how do you think she did? Um, I think we're both pretty good. Well, you both can't win, so let's find out <laughs> who is going to get these tickets or block someone from getting these tickets. Gimpy, go ahead. All right, the question is, what percentage of adults eat three or more fast food meals per week? Bailey said 85%. Sammy said 42%. The answer is 24%. 24%. So Sam, of course, got that one right. Congratulations. Now, Bailey, Sam is up one nothing. She needs two more to completely block you, okay? Okay. The question is, what percentage of children say McDonald's is their favorite place to eat? Bailey said 70%. Sammy said 63%. And the answer is 80%. Oh. So Bailey got that one right. So it's one-to-one. The question is, what percentage of Americans are overweight or obese? Well, Bailey said 65% of Marsami said 40% of them are, and the answer is 60%. 60%. So close. Damn. Bailey, you're up two to one. The question here is what percentage of adults dine out at least once a week? Well, Bailey said 46% of them do. Sammy said 80% of those adults dine out once a week, and the answer is 58%. 58%. 58%. Yes. So congratulations. <laughs> so congratulations. <laughs> uh, you're going to get those tickets happens when I do it. Uh, so hang on the line, all right, Bailey? All right. All right. Last one, Gibby. The last one here is what percentage of children and teens will eat fast food on any given day? Now, Bailey said 82% of them would, and then Sammy said that 73% of them would, and the answer is only 34%. 34%. Yeah. So, sorry, I'm having a little computer <laughs> issue over here. I figured that one would be a little bit higher. Yeah. And I figured the, uh, the McDonald's one, the children... That say McDonald's is their favorite place to eat would be higher than 80% because it seems like 
more like 95. Right. Like to every 99% kid. every kid. What I love is because people will ask us, they'll mm-hmm. go, well, there's no way that's the percentage that Gimpy said. Mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, if the survey was done at Whole Foods, <laughs> this might be the answer, mm-hmm. right? Or if it was done in a McDonald's, mm-hmm. it might be the answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there, it all is, depends on the sample. There's so many X factors involved. There's no way to know if it's the legitimate number. Yeah. So if you hear a number like that and you're like, you think it's reality, <laughs> maybe, maybe just go uh. and check on your own. Sam, you what see- happened? Just, she was better at her fast food knowledge than me, I guess. I feel like that would have been in your wheelhouse. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, someone else finally got another pair of tickets. So congratulations to Bailey getting those smoking guns tickets. And we're going to take a break. We've still got the struggle is wheel. And we need a text from you. When you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? BMMS and what that is to 82945. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. I think with maybe by the end of the month, we may have big news. Oh, I like big news. It's something outside of this room that's being worked on. Three of us aren't doing it. Um, but it's uh, it it could be people are going to be pretty psyched for it if the news pans out. We talked we Hell talked about yeah. it yesterday off air uh, in our meeting. But so it, we'll, we'll see if that happens uh, again. Hopefully by the end of the month we'll have big news for you guys. Uh, let's do friggin' a Friday where we are going to give away us uh, nothing. You get nothing. An experience. An experience on the air. Yep. (laughs) Don't blow it. We want to know when you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put it where you put did you put yourself in? Rick is on. Hi Rick, how are you? I'm good, Corbin. How are you guys? Great, man. When you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in, Rick? Okay, let me preface this with I am fifty years old now. And uh, so I grew up in the evil Knievel era. And so, yeah, you know, evil can evil jump stuff, you know, and uh, crash and stuff like that. You know, I almost cussed. I'm sorry. That's all right. Good uh, catch. Hey, so I had an old Huffy bike. I think everybody had a Huffy growing up, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, anyways, uh, so we were jumping trash cans, and uh, my friend Brian, my next-door neighbor, he was always agging me on to do stupid stuff. Well, this one is right in that category. So we jumped trash cans. We put an old plywood board, and we... We drug out of my dad's garage, and uh, you know that plywood board that you don't know if when you hit the ramp if it's going to move or not? Yeah. Kind of you know, one of them. Yes. And, uh, so, Little waterlogged, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So I, so I jumped two trash cans successfully, those old metal trash cans, and I uh, had a crowd going, and then uh, all, the, all the friends from the neighborhood were all gathered and in my front yard, and I'm on the sidewalk, and I, get it, and I do an approach just like uh, Evil Knievel would. You know how he does the false? Yes. The false, the false run. I do the false run, and I go by, you know, and I say, yeah. And they're all going, yeah, that's about right. You know, you got speed about right. <laughs> so, so, so I go down, and I hit, the, I go around the cul-de-sac, and I hear this. This is the jump time now. So, I, and we got three trash cans up there, and just as I hit the plywood board, the board kind of moves, and I get air. I get air, but my my back tire hits hits the last trash can. And I just I, I just go right over the handlebars 
and, 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 yeah, exactly. And I'm sure you so, had you had a helmet on, <laughs> right? Oh, you know, we, you know, we all wore helmets back then. <laughs> sure, you know that. <laughs> right, so, football helmets. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I got a, I got a, I got a nice goose egg and a trip to the ER and uh, and a pissed off mom when I when I returned home. Did the bike survive? The Huffy, oh yeah, oh yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, I even put. I even took the I even took the banana seat off of it afterwards and put one of the single post seats up, you know. Right. No, I got to play it safe from that point forward. <laughs> right. thought, thought I was cool, you know. Sure. Put a sure. Mongoose, mongoose seat seat on a, on a on old huffy. Did you do the baseball cards or did you do those little bead things you could put on the spokes or did you have mag wheels? Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, we put we put uh, we put playing cards in there, man. Yeah. 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 With right the, the clo- clothesline clips. Heck yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> right on. Uh, Rick, thanks for sharing that story, man. That is a great story, and I'm glad you... Hey, th- th- that was your last day of being a stunt person, right? Uh, yeah, my evil Knievel days were over by that time. Short career, right away. Awesome. All right, man. Well, thanks for talking to us. Hey, thank you, guys. I love you guys. Are you effing kidding me? Corbin is such a princess and would never get himself in any dangerous situations. The most danger he's ever been in would be the time he tripped over a banner and nearly got trampled because nobody could see Tiny Tim. Back to you guys. True story. Uh... Cool. We want to know, when you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? BMMS and what that is, 282945. There are some awesome ones. A lot of people running on tracks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Totally. Everybody did that. We had uh, train tracks. We never went there until somebody in our neighborhood killed themselves on the train tracks. Oh, God. Uh, Yeah, right? I want to see your dead body. Right. Totally stand by Mm -hmm, mm me-ish. But obviously the body wasn't there anymore. Jeff Jersick, I remember his name to this day. Anyway, so we... Did he kill himself by, via train? No, 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 with a shotgun. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. On the tracks. Yes. Boy. Yeah. All right. So, uh... A, like, what a romantic place to go to shoot yourself. Like, that's super romantic? random. No, it's not. No, that's it's what not. I'm saying. It's... Railroad tracks are usually secluded, and no one would find you. Well, that just turned out very depressing. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Not that I... Weird. So, uh, anyway, so the... Ra- so we were like, let's go, and we ended up doing this, not trying to find where it happened, right? Mm-hmm. Never found it. But we did find one of those um, watering holes with, like, a rope swing and everything oh, that yeah. someone put. And we would go there and do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Little did we know it was a runoff from the, the cornfield. Oh. So it was all, like, fertilizers and chemicals and stuff like that. Oh, yuck. And that never worked for you. Yeah, and I don't know what happened. <laughs> I, I mean, but we would. <laughs> the total opposite effect. Right. Just stunned your growth. <laughs> right, just killed it right then. Not that's today, that's the problem. <laughs> but I, that was some, a lot of people have stuff like that. So yeah. I think everybody's got some sort of I walked the train tracks yeah. story yeah. or variation thereof. I also remember young and dumb getting a, uh, we would go into construction homes mm. because in Iowa people put deposits on cans and bottles. And so we would collect cans and bottles from construction sites, take them to the grocery store and you would get money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes as much as $5 we thought was a good haul. Of course, we'd spend it all at Wizard's Den, the, the arcade. But um, one time we were being stupid and totally vandalized the inside of a, of a uh, construction home. Yeah. That's what kids do, though. Like, what'd you, yeah. what, what do you mean, what'd you do to it? How did you vandalize yes, it? Yes, do-do'd it. Oh. Oh. Gross. <laughs> you said it. I, <laughs> yes, it was dumb. We were stupid. But that's why we want to know from you guys. What were you... When you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? BMMS and what that is to 82945. Here's poppin' Balls to the Wall Sports. Balls to the wall. Balls to 
NBA trade deadline yesterday. It was, well, kind of quiet here in our state, but other teams made some big moves, including in the East. Toronto, Milwaukee, and Philadelphia made their moves. Anthony Davis remains in New Orleans until this summer. Pelicans held on to Davis, but dealt Nikola Mirotic to the Bucks, one of the Eastern Conference contenders forfeited their teams Thursday before the NBA trade, fortified their teams before their Thursday trade deadline. The Raptors sent Jonas Valachunas to the Memphis Grizzlies to acquire former All-Star center Mark Gasol and the 76ers a day after acquiring Tobias Harris from the Clippers sent Markel Fultz to Orlando and hope that Jonathan Simmons can give them a little bit of production there from the bench. Thunder were quiet, but news out of Thunderland besides their win over the Grizzlies yesterday includes the fact that Russell Westbrook goes to Team LeBron and Paul George goes with the Greek freak Giannis from Milwaukee as they made their choices for the NBA All-Star game. Kyler Murray is headed to the NFL Combine. That announcement was made yesterday on the official list sent out by the NFL. News comes a week after Murray said that he did not know if he would attend the NFL Combine or not. The Combine runs between February 26th and March 4th in Indy. Murray is expected to report to the Athletics for spring training on February 25th. Oklahoma State basketball gets a little bit of good news because Gerald Vick from Kansas is taking a leave of absence from the team. It's a personal matter that requires his immediate attention, according to Bill Self. Jayhawks host Oklahoma State on Saturday. Meanwhile, the Oklahoma Sooners are hosting Texas Tech also coming up on Saturday. The Thunder played their 500th game last night, win 117-95, as previously mentioned, over the Memphis Grizzlies. And the big story is Russ coming up on Saturday has a chance now to tie Wilt Chamberlain when they take on the Houston Rockets for his ninth straight triple-double. That's Boston Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. It's also how you get in for Friggin' A Friday. When you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? When you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? BMMS and what it is to 82945. Somebody sent us a photo of what happened to them when they were young and dumb. I'll share it with you guys later in case we decide to pick him. Mm. Uh, but if you have a picture that goes along with it, I'd love to see it. Yeah. Show at KMOD.com. Uh, time for the Struggle is Wheel, a weekly trivia contest between the three of us. And the loser spins the punishments that are on the wheel. And the punishments are New Jersey facial. Well, that comes from a listener <laughs> who supplied us with some sort of facial blackhead extermination situation that burns your face, apparently. Apparently. Mm, chemical uh, burns. Yes. Uh, lick me clean. This is where the loser will have to lick the toes of the winner to get off everything that's on their toes. Their tootsies. Mm. Yes. Mm. We have tahini mm. if you're familiar with that, so you can clearly tell when everything's licked off. Uh, we've also got uh, ass slap of doom. <laughs> this is the one Gimpy hopes to be able to Receive. instill on some. Either or. or. I'm okay with either one. Once you get spanked on the ass. Mm. That's it. <laughs> Just a little spanking. Uh, the other one we have on there is Gagoo. <laughs> that is a warm bowl of mayonnaise <laughs> that you have to eat. And then the newest one on there is the Switcheroos. <laughs> the old Switcheroos. 
This is where the winner has to wear the losers. Or the loser has to wear the winner's underwear yeah. for the rest of the show. <laughs> that made me twinge a little bit. Wow. That's, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, Immediately people are like, well, that's that's a punishment for Corbin. Uh, Why do yeah. you say that? My underwears are clean. Well, Sam isn't playing because last week I mm-hmm. lost, spun the wheel, mm-hmm. and then uh, spit in the cup, the bottle, and Sam you lick the mic. Lick the mic, thank you. And then he got all the bacterias and spit it in a bottle, and I swallowed it. Yeah, you sure did, like <laughs> a champ. Yeah, and bought herself two weeks out from the wheel. Just for fun, we are all three names are in here, so we're oh. just going to pull to see yeah. if your name even gets pulled. Because I think when it doesn't happen, you feel like <laughs> yeah. it was a waste. Yeah, you got cheated. Yeah, 100%. Right. <laughs> So the the, the peop- first time in my life, I'm like, I hope my name gets pulled. Right. That's it. Right. <laughs> That's it. Let's see if it pays off. Gimpy. Hey, all right. I'm at it again. <laughs> and the other person that would have been playing, regardless, mm. is Corbin. Oh. <laughs> That's why we do this. It's so much fun. Damn it. It's so much fun that you got screwed. It's like you're wasting it. I don't know it. if I got screwed yet. We'll find out next week. Yeah. Right, right. You got yeah. one more chance. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. All right, so five questions, and uh, Gimpy and I will be competing. He's going to step out of the room so he can't hear the questions. And then Sam's going to keep track of the answers and time in case of a tie. And uh, Brady's here. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Good. Uh, any category you've got for us? No. And We're going straight to this anything and everything. Okay. And, you know, you haven't been in the hospital or anything in the last no, 24 hours? Okay. No, all right. No. I just, I'm good. I just want to ask because I, I don't want anything to happen to you. Because you're man. Listen, Thank if somebody's going to croak during the show, I'd rather be because of something we did on the wheel and not just, <laughs> not just they because they're not feeling well. <laughs> no, I'm good today. Okay. All, all right. right cool. Well, let's get started. All right. Question number one. An old proverb warns not to count your chickens before what? They hatch. What's the name of the famous big clock in London? Big Ben. Who said E equals MC square? Einstein. What planet is closest to the sun? Which planet is closest to the sun? Venus. What is the mascot of the school where Michael Jordan played college basketball? Tar Heels. Time. Wow, Corbin, you did excellent yeah, on time. But I think, like I said, Einstein, I didn't say Albert Einstein, so that may, that may bite me in the ass. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing. But and Big Ben, it's, it's Big Ben of Parliament. So I, I'm I'm worried I'm going to get bit in the ass on some of those. Uh, a lot of times I don't. I've obviously not seen the card. He will say first and last name or last name. So I think maybe you got lucky. Okay, well we'll see. Which ones do you think? You think Gimpy's got all those? Um, I think I think you missed one. You think I'm? I said. Well, do you think you think Gimpy will miss one? Oh, um, mm, yeah. I don't think that he's going to know the uh, name of the big clock. And I don't think he's going to know the Michael Jordan one because he doesn't know any sports at all. Right. Yeah. It'll be bizarre if he knows that one because I, I agree. I don't think he's going to know that one. Yeah. And here's the thing with him. He's really good at this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For someone sneaky. who's not very bright, he's very good he at this game. He's very sneaky. He's very absent-minded. It's so good, in fact, that like a hundred... Like, at least on eight different occasions, I've been like, is he cheating? Right. How, there's no way he knew that. How he's got, but he, he just has random files in his brain, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So he's going to come back in, and he's going to get the same five questions from Brady. And he'll also have the clock running in case of a tie, uh, which uh, hasn't mattered recently because he's been killing it. So, uh, uh, Gimby, you know how it works. Five hey. questions from Brady, random stuff. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Question number one. Mm-hmm. An old proverb warns not to count your chickens before what? They hatch. What's the name of the famous big clock in London? Uh, big Ben. Who said E equals MC square? Albert Einstein. Which planet is closest to the sun? Mm. Mars. 
What is the mascot of the school where Michael Jordan played college basketball? The mascot is the Tar Heels. Time. Number four is what's slowing me down. I'm not sure. I don't know my solar system that well. I know we're third from the sun. This is it. The other right. two in front of us? Couldn't you, tell you. You spitted out the um, Jordan one pretty quick for a guy who doesn't like sports. Uh, well, growing up, you know, I, I, I faded out of sports. And, of course, Jordan is a legend growing up for us anyway, people our age. And so when I was, you know, into sports, sixth, fifth, sixth, seventh grade, um, yeah, I, I studied that guy. I even had, uh, had one of his basketball cards. Uh, granted, it came from a McDonald's meal, so it wasn't worth a damn. But the fact of it is, is I did. I did. I was into it at one time. Right on. All right, so let's find out how we uh, we did with the Struggle is Wheel, the non-Sam edition. <laughs> <laughs> Question number one. And all proverb warns not to count your chickens before what? Gimpy said they hatch. Corbin said they hatch. Hatch. You're correct. Both, both are right. Mm. One to one. Uh, what is the name of the famous big clock in London? Gimpy said Big Ben. Corbin said Big Ben. It is indeed Big Ben. Hmm. I was worried that I didn't say Big Ben of Parliament, and maybe that's just a National Lampoon oh, okay. big European vacation yeah. stuck in my head. I don't even know if that's the official name. Yeah, I don't know either. So oh, I was worried if that was the case. <laughs> right, Big Ben, Parliament. <laughs> I guess he was saying Big Big Comma, comma Parliament, parliament oh, as yes. in also. Also. Mm. All right, so score is two to two. Question number three, who said E equals MC square? Gimpy said Albert Einstein. Corbin said Einstein. It is Albert Einstein or Einstein. I have them both on the paper. Three to three. Question number four. Which planet is closest to the sun? Gimpy said Mars. Corbin said Venus. Yeah, it hit me after. Because I, 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 I remember from an old Saved by the Bell episode where Screech taught you how to remember <laughs> the solar system. Venetsna or something like no, that. No, it's Mercury, Venus, Earth, and Mars. Hooray, hooray. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know the other half of that. I only know the... The first one. Yeah, it's some to, weird yeah. acronym. is like Benimsta or something like that. So as I was going through my head, I'm like, God damn it, it's Venus. But now that Sam brings up Mercury, I feel like it's we're Mercury. both wrong. It's Mercury. God damn. Yeah. So oh, neither one of us has bad then. Three to three. Last question. What is the mascot of the school where Michael Jordan played basketball? Gimpy said Tar Heels. Corbin said Tar Heels. All right. You're both are right and you're both are wrong. Uh-oh. The team was the Tar Heels. Mm-hmm. Their mascot was a ram. It's a ram. Oh. It's a ram. What was the question again? What was their mascot? What is the mascot mm-hmm. of the school where Michael Jordan played college so basketball? So we both got it wrong. You yeah. both yeah. got it wrong. Yeah. yeah. Wow. They're not looking for the actual whatever it is, the, na- na- the name. No. Of, you would think a mascot would be the damn Tar right. Heel of a giant but foot with the black spot on it. It's right. a ram. The hell does a ram have to do with the Tar Heel? Dude. Is the ram out there playing in the tar pits? No. Right. No. no. Well, but I mean, the Royals, their mascot is a lion, and then they're, you know. <laughs> You're right. Okay. Not a king. Well, lions are king of the jungle. His name's Slugger, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, okay. Chiefs, the Chiefs, it's a wolf. But they're the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> there you go, man. That's a great question for this game because you gleam over it so fast wanting to do well. You just go, yeah. Tar Heel. Yeah. Ah, so yeah. that's Look back. well done. There's a well ram running around all over the place, laying on the jersey. That okay. means there's a tie. Mm-hmm. It is a tie. <laughs> Fun. Gimby's time was <laughs> 18.1 seconds. Woo! Damn, son. Woo! It's quick. It. Hey, it ain't just your hat and your shirt that's fire red today. <laughs> By golly. <laughs> Corbin's time was. <laughs> 
17.4 seconds. I hate to ask wow. something. Yeah, I, I figured second. you had me. I figured you had me. I thought you had me because I stalled on the on the app, on the uh, planet, the planet one. one. Yeah. Yeah. So did he. That yeah. whew. It's all good. Half yeah. a second different. Yeah. Uh, Sam, what do you want it to land on? Um, I want him to, I want Gugu, just because I want that off the wheel, and I think Gimpy's good at swallowing things and being a champ about it, so I, I want Gugu. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I too want Gugu, but I'll pick something else. I want the uh, lick me clean. I want that off there. I mean, I don't want him licking my oh, feet. Oh, yeah, because he, he like, he loves it. Yes. on it. He loves it. Because I think the last time, didn't he, like, 100% try to suck on your toe? No, there was no try. No, he did. There he was did do. suck on No the try, toe. just okay. do. Gotcha. Deliberately not been clipping there my nails no since that's been on there. That's oh, good. Oh, anyway. I got Yuck. some stuff stuck in my teeth anyway. <laughs> I can help no. with that. Yeah, pick that stuff out. It's not about pleasure. Mm-hmm. It's more, I just want it off the wheel because mm-hmm. I don't want to have to lick someone's foot. So yeah. if I had to choose, I'd rather someone lick my foot than me mm-hmm. lick their foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gimpy, which one do you want? If I was to go with any one of them, I think it would probably be Lick Me Clean for sure. Just because you love feet? Yeah, it's, I'm a feet guy. It makes you highly uncomfortable. I think you and are the ultimate loser in the situation, even though I have to do the punishment. So, yeah, that's probably one I'm most comfortable with. Which one do you not want? Yeah, no, I, I don't want the goo-goo. I mean, hot mayonnaise. The hell, man. <laughs> the hell. <laughs> doesn't sound good at all. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's the one that I'm hoping that I don't land on. All right, well, he's going to spin the wheel while he does that. Get your phone ready to text. We want to know, when you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? BMMS and what that is to 82945. Good spin from Gimpy. When it lands, we'll go to break and come back and find out, whoa, boy, what it lands on. No way! Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. What's that? Sounds stupid. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. The struggle is real. Sam doesn't have to play. She uh, negotiated two weeks free. How did it feel watching the wheel go around? I mean, there's no nervousness at all. Yeah, zero stress. Even if my name doesn't get pulled for two weeks, it's still nice to not be stressed Mentally about it. Mentally relieved. Yeah. A little breakaway. For yeah. You little mental break. Right, right. Well, uh, Gimpy lost by time and yeah. spun the wheel. And the uh, tell everybody what it landed on, Gimpy. The ass slap of doom. Yeah. yeah. It, it literally got close it's to like, re- reverse. I started sweating the reverse. Yeah. It was like two notches away from lick me clean, which isn't one I was um, all right with. But I yeah. was really hoping it'd get that one peg on reverse. Of course you said peg. The, uh yeah. Gimpy was excited for ass slap of doom. <laughs> so <laughs> weird. His idea for yeah. a punishment yeah. to get slapped by me. Yeah. Well, by anybody. It's just, the, you know, the, the, the winner. Right. No. Yeah. Listen, when we all put these punishments or come up with punishments, mm-hmm. we envision who we want inflicting the punishment. <laughs> yeah. Don't we? Sam? Yeah, 100%. Right. We all inflict. Yeah. We all just like, I hope this person gets it because I know they won't hurt me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or I hope this person gets it because I want them mm. to do that to me. I do. <laughs> So, Will you look me in the eyes when you do it? Nope. You're going to have to turn eye. around and look just, at me. Just one eye? You're going to have to turn around and look at me <laughs> while it happens. So the ass slap of doom is where I get to spank Gimpy. And, uh, yeah, you're going to have to come over here. This is weird. This is weird. Are you going to bend over, Gimpy? Okay. Oh, so. Just pop your ass oh. out a little. 
<laughs> guy. Oh, yeah. Pop your ass out a little. Ooh, here you go. Yeah. You want me to, well, I you think, want me to grab ankles? No, or do I, you think, want me to, I think you should move the microphone and let, uh, like lay across it. Yeah. Like that? <laughs> how's, how's that for you? Where's that can- There it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, you be. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. such a nerd. You're a goddamn goblin. Look at you. Yes. You are looking at yourself yes. in the eating camera, just mm. loving yourself. Just eating it mm. up. Mm. 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 Yeah. You really, because he, he can't take selfies during the show, right, so he right. just wants yes, to stare can. at himself. He, can, he does take <laughs> selfies during the show. I just farted to let you know, so while you're back there, if you catch that. Just don't get in a gas challenge with me. <laughs> I know. I will lose every time. Yes. <laughs> every time. Yes. I, I can smoke out this room. <laughs> yes, There's yes, no yes. bed bugs in this room because of my gas. Because of your fog. Yes, yeah. yeah. I'm a bug bomb, bitch. <laughs> if he got dressed this morning, he's like Fred Durst hat, mm-hmm. red shirt to match. Mm-hmm. Ooh, 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 I hope I get spanked. I'm so excited. Please. Right. Please, or at least to switch underwear or something. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, listeners, switch underwear, also Gimpy's idea. <laughs> you have a lot of ass ideas. Well, you know. It's, you do. Yeah, why not? Get some action somewhere. Oh, you know what would be such a punishment is mm. if oh, I call it the ass slap a doom. Mm. Oh, this would hurt so bad. Oh. So bad. Some of the punishments <laughs> that don't make it, one of them was eat raw brownie dough, which I, or brownie mix, which we were all yeah. dumbfounded by because yeah. I was like, I love, who doesn't clean the brownie bowl when you mix it? Right, right. But when it's all, you know, deconstructed like that, though. No, no, no. He's no, talking no, no, about. No, no, no. Eat it all mixed up together. Yeah, remember yeah. when that was brought up yeah. as a possible? We were like, yeah. No. no. Such a horrible punishment. All yeah. this chocolate. Yeah, stop looking at me like that. Can't you're giving it. me that weird look. You're doing that thing, man. Sorry, look at me yeah. like you normally do, where you're questioning me and judging and plotting <laughs> where you're going to shoot me. Well, listen, that's all going down deep down He's inside. He's still doing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right now it's just, just a different kind of wink. shoot. <laughs> God. Mm. Turn away. Don't look at me. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to do it if you're looking at me. <laughs> mm. Is that better for you? God, yeah. Yeah. He's got just like so, like a little, you know, where, where a tramp stamp would yes. be. Don't He's just up. got a, a little bit of his <laughs> shirt showing. My shirt hang out because I don't want you to get He's too turned plumber. on. Here, mm-hmm. yeah. He's a plumber. He's a plumber. I suffer from the same problem. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it's a guy thing. Yeah, plumber Some crack. Too hefty girls. All mm-hmm. right, so um, I guess I'm just gonna sm- sm- I'm just gonna, I guess I'm just gonna smack your ass. Here, I'm gonna try to save you because I don't want you to break your wrist on the damn George Costanza wallet here. Right. There Good go. God, for a guy who has no money, what do you have in your wallet? Credit cards and debt? Card. Yeah. <laughs> yes, debt. <laughs> a wallet full of debt. Exactly. <laughs> shame. Sam, any uh, guidance here or uh, advice you want to give? I would just say have some follow-through. You know, like... Follow-through? You can't follow-through. Yeah. His ass will literally stop me. No, I know, but I'm saying you just let his ass stop your hand and you just try to, to swing through. That's where you get the most power. Swing through. Yep. I'm not sure how that's going to work, but uh, all right. If you swing through this, we got to rethink this whole thing. Right. I need you to to turn more towards the... No. Towards which way? Point me in the right direction. Grab my hips and point me in the right direction. I ain't grabbing your hips, bitch. Damn it. I know that's what you want. So worth a shot. Right. I I don't want you looking. Turn away from me. I don't want you. Yeah. Hi, Sammy. Yeah. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm super fantastic. Wonderful. Are you going to smack his ass or what? He's rocking back and forth. I'm I'm anticipating you smacking the crap out of me. You're actually humping a counter. Is that what it is? That's what it looks like. I'm waiting for him because I'm like, I'm like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. Just rocking back and forth, getting that counter. Just waiting for it to happen. You're still, it's freaking me out that you're rocking. (laughs) There you go. Stand still. Yeah. Sammy, hold the mic for me. I need two good hands. <laughs> 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 
All right, let's have it. Okay, he's holding himself up in the air. <laughs> Ready. So dramatic. Right. You want to count, Gimpy? Yeah. Count down from three. Three, two, whoa. That was it? Get out of here with that. <laughs> what do you think? You think I'm going to give it? I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> give it all to me, Corbin. Oh, nice. Yes. So hoping you hit it a lot harder than that. It's okay, though. I mean, to be honest, I would have rather Sam spanked you or Sam spanked me mm-hmm. or us spank Sam than you. Like, literally, of that punishment, that was the worst possible outcome. Yeah, I understand. Why are you smiling? You are enjoying it. I mean, it kind of feels like, you know, a little stingy, but, you know, uh, maybe a paddle would have been better. I mean, leather belt studded. A wood spoon? A wooden spoon. My okay. grandma used to get me with a wooden spoon and a flip-flop, house shoe, whatever. Whatever she can get her hands Is on. Is she Middle Eastern? Uh, you know. Do you, um, have you does, seen me lately? Do, do you have a belt on, Gibby? Yeah. Because his pants are sagging to. so low. I'll suggest, well, we've got a paddle in there. If we're going to do it that way, I'll do it the right way. Right. Well, yeah. either way, you, you have now uh, received your punishment. So uncomfortable and weird. What are you doing? I'm making sure that I'm not cutting glass. Why would you what be cutting rubbing glass? your nipples? It's so, you're being so strange in this segment, Gimpy. It's super throwing me off. You're being so sexual. Like, it's it's very strange. When we all turn to look the other way, you, then you start rubbing your nipples. It's well, very I weird. Noticed, like, this one was a little bit more pokey than this one yeah. here. And that's Humping why counters. Like, huh. Text in when you were young and dumb. What dangerous situation did you put yourself in? BMMS and what that is to 82945. Tulsa's morning show is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Salsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945 been asking people to text in and tell us when you were young and dumb what dangerous situation did you put yourself in mark is on the line right now hi mark how are you pretty good man how you guys good man we got your text tell us when you were young and dumb what dangerous situation did you put yourself in uh, yeah, I was like 10 or 11, and I decided it'd be fun to have my brother pull me on his bike with some skates and inline skates, and I didn't know how to skate, and we had like a ski rope, and once I got up to speed, I let go of the rope, and it didn't end well. What happened? Uh, broke my foot, and or at least felt like I broke my foot. I got a cast and everything put on it, and stitches on my knees, stitches on my elbows, this lost control, couldn't skate, gravel road. It was not fun. Sorry, you said gravel road. You're not yeah. supposed to do uh, rollerblades on a gravel road, my friend. No. How that did you get anywhere thing we didn't for think that through. fact? I mean, you wouldn't be rolling. It'd be more just dragging you along. Yeah. Right on. It was pretty dumb. Yeah. Uh, right on, man. Well, I appreciate you texting the show. Have a great day. All right, you too, man. All right, see ya. You know, I've been in a few precarious situations in my life, but the most dangerous one would be showing up to middle school every day with the penis arm. You know, most kids are just assholes. Back to you, Corbin. If you would like to get a text in, we want to hear from you. When you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? 
BMMS and what that is to 82945. You know, that guy's story reminded me. I can't believe I just forgot about this one. We were living in Alabama. My aunt was living with us, and she had left her car at the house. And she had an old, uh, it's like an 86 Escort wagon. Anyhow, so my brother and I found the keys. So I'm about mm, 12 at this time. My brother's about 15, and he knows how to drive this thing. So we, we got the keys, and he fires it up. And we had a gravel driveway that's about a quarter mile long if you stretched it out. It was a little curvy, okay? And we had this giant field that was just full of kudzu, so we'd cut through it in the car. Well, as we were tooling around, just being... What's kudzu? Kudzu is a, an outrageous vine that will take over everything. Okay. It grows like a foot a day over mm. when the temperature's over you 80 it. degrees or something. Google it. You'll see what it does. And all of Alabama is like that when you Google the pictures. So anyhow, so we had this field full of kudzu, and we would just take the car and just do donuts and just... Tool, and it's my aunt's car. We... We didn't think she knew anything of it. But anyhow, so my brother got the wise-ass idea, and I'm like, all right, sure, this is great. We take a logging chain, and we hook it up to the bumper, and we found a piece of plywood that was about maybe four feet by four feet square, okay? And I had just the right hole in it to wrap that chain around. So we tie the chain to the bumper, to the plank, and put a cinder block on the plank because we need some weight because Gimpy just isn't heavy enough. So as my brother's cutting around, boom, and just pretend it's like a boat, you know, when you go tubing. Okay. Okay, and you're pulling somebody with, and you're trying to crack the whip, and you're, you're just pulling around having a good time. It's like that, but on dry land, okay? So my brother cuts it real hard to the left, and I come sliding around. Look at him, wave, and about that time is when the slack cut, and it cracked, boom, and then I go flying off. Tumbled, keep in mind, gravel, but not like little pieces of gravel. These are giant rocks right. for the driveway. Oh, cut my head open. I didn't break any bones or anything, but road rash all over. How fast was he going? I'd say at least 20. Okay. Yeah, not not like doing 50 down the highway or nothing, but still fast enough to cause some damage. I'm trying to think if that uh, something like that. I mean, we used to do that behind a tractor, mm-hmm. but never on the gravel. Okay. On, my, on the farm, we did it. In like a saucer sled, mm-hmm. a metal sla- saucer sled, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know what you're mm-hmm. talking about. Uh, yeah. And we would do, the, you know, pull behind the tractor, but we weren't going yeah, 20. Are... We were going, if we were going 20, <laughs> I'd be amazed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, tractors are slow. But yeah, you go turn, the, you know, physics comes into effect oh, and yeah. you go around and do the wave as oh, yeah. people that was, know that as. <laughs> that was the last time that we did that he jumped out he slammed it in the park you know or in first gear and cut it off or whatever and and he jumps out oh my god oh my god everything fine everything i'm just bleeding (laughs) shut up shut up shut up don't tell mom shut up shut up stop crying exactly so when my parents come home after work at like five o'clock because we did this at like noon okay so five hours go by and i've gotten the dirt and i'm just still just road rash like what happened to you um Bicycle accident, we were racing, um, and I didn't make a jump. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> they buy it? Nothing. Yeah, yeah, they bought it because we'd always be out there with our neighborhood friends. You know, we had the giant field, and a wash was just basically a gully, and they jump over it. Boom. Did Is there something you did that you're being, you never got to tell your parents the truth on? Oh, yeah. Like, you, like they, that, they never knew that what really happened. I feel my parents knew about this. But when we was living in Newkirk, my brother was, he was like a senior in high school, and and I was a eighth grade, okay? So he had had a bottle of Crown Royal, a fifth of Crown Royal that he had stashed in the bushes next to the house. So as I'm out one day cleaning up around the yard or whatever, I find this full fifth of Crown Royal. Keep in mind, I'm like 14 at this time. 
Ooh, part A, me and my buddies. So uh, I take it, I keep it, I bring it in, and I take it to the uh, I take it to the football game with me because we're I'm in band. So I'm just sitting here. I pour Dr Pepper crown in my Dr Pepper bottle, right? So it just looks like I get a regular two liter mixed with Dr Pepper. I don't know what the hell I'm doing at this time. It's crown right. of Coke, not crown of Dr Pepper. But right. anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so we're sitting at the uh, football game just getting lit, getting lit, passing this bottle of Dr. Pepper around. I don't think they ever knew. My mom kind of hinted around about it like one time in our life, you know. So she had mentioned something about a bottle of Crown Royal, and I just, I don't know what you're talking about, and just went on by. But I think they knew, but I never did. I never came out and told them. What about, did they ever know about your meth use? Oh, that was another one. When I was in the 20s, I was Weekend balls. Oh, my God. Uh, ran. Literally ran all the way from one side of Owasso to the other because that's where I live and that's where my parents live to get some money. And when I knock on the door, my dad opens it up. Hey. And my eyes are just bugged the F out. Hey. I was just wondering if I can get some money. I need to get something to eat. Whatever. Hey. All right. Right. <laughs> my dad just kind of looks at me a little funny. Yeah, man. Whatever you need. Hands me a $20 bill. All right. Cool. Got to go. Bye. And then literally ran off. So, but you never talked to your never parents, like they never, it. like, oh. Did they know about your drug use? Uh, they know that I smoked pot, uh, for sure, but I don't know about everything. If they knew everything that I've done, no, no, just the weed. And they didn't like that either. It was one of the, I brought home a, it was like a nickel bag, just a little butt, just a little, little butt. <laughs> my dad threatened to throw me out of the house. He almost did. My mom wouldn't have saved me over a little nickel bag. Like, oh, if you only knew the meth I was banging. If you only knew the pounds that I was slaying out of his house. You know? Wow. Yeah. All right. We want to know, when you were young and dumb, like Gimby, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? BMMS and what that is to 82945. Willy-nilly, and we come back with first pop and balls to the wall sports. NBA trade deadline yesterday. It was, well, kind of quiet here in our state, but other teams made some big moves, including in the East. Toronto, Milwaukee, and Philadelphia made their moves. Anthony Davis remains in New Orleans until this summer. Pelicans held on to Davis, but dealt Nikola Miritich to the Bucks, one of the Eastern Conference contenders who forfeited their teams Thursday before the NBA trade, fortified their teams before their Thursday trade deadline. The Raptors sent Jonas Valachunas to the Memphis Grizzlies to acquire former All-Star center Mark Gasol and the 76ers a day after acquiring Tobias Harris from the Clippers sent Markel Fultz to Orlando and hope that Jonathan Simmons can give them a little bit of production there from the bench. Thunder were quiet, but news out of Thunderland besides their win over the Grizzlies yesterday includes the fact that Russell Westbrook goes to Team LeBron and Paul George goes with the Greek Freak Giannis from Milwaukee as they made their choices for the NBA All-Star game. Kyler Murray is headed to the NFL Combine. That announcement was made yesterday on the official list sent out by the NFL. News comes a week after Murray said that he did not know if he would attend the NFL Combine or not. The Combine runs between February 26th and March 4th in Indy. Murray is expected to report to the Athletics for spring training on February 25th. Oklahoma State basketball gets a little bit of good news because Gerald Vick from Kansas is taking a leave of absence from the team. It's a personal matter that requires his immediate attention, according to Bill Self. Jayhawks host Oklahoma State on Saturday. Meanwhile, the Oklahoma Sooners 
are hosting Texas Tech also coming up on Saturday. That's Falls to the Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. We want to know when you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? BMMS and what that is to 82945. Fridays we do willy-nilly. Anything you want to talk about, bring up something new, go back to something. It is literally your chance to own the show. 918-460-KMOD. Go ahead, Sam. What do you have for willy-nilly? Uh, I want to know if you guys have any plans for Valentine's Day. Um, we're we're going to do something for, for Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. but not not like the traditional sense, sense because it's my wife's birthday this month and our anniversary and Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So typically, Valentine's Day is dialed back, mm-hmm. and we're going to incorporate the kids this year. So like, I think we're getting heart-shaped pasta and and do fun stuff like that. It's pretty with, cute. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with that being said, that doesn't get me a pass for getting flowers for my wife. I know I have to do that. Yeah. So I will do something for her for Valentine's Day because I, I don't want to get the blowback after that of not doing something, even mm-hmm. though she said we're not doing anything. So Very important. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what about you and Jeff? We are going to Elton John tomorrow. For Valentine's Day. Yes, that's what I wanted for Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. I didn't go see Taylor Swift, and I feel like Elton John has a higher chance of dying before Taylor Swift, so that was like, <laughs> that's the concert I want to go see, which is going to be really hard for me. I'm kind of scared because that's, um, me and my dad listened to every Elton John album growing up, and so I can't even, I, I'm really struggling listening to any music right now that's not pop, rap, right. like anything I'm having a hard time with music, so I'm afraid to go and just be emotional and crying the whole time. But I really, I really want to go. How much? Uh, did you guys get your tickets already? Yeah. Where are you sitting? Three oh one. Right, because they were not cheap, so no. I understand. Yeah, the like the floor seats were two or three grand. Yeah. Like insane. So I don't need to be that close. I just need to be there, and so I think we're in the middle section, not the top, but the middle. Right. I don't know. I just want to be there. And that's tomorrow night. That's exciting. I am excited, And then, yeah. so he doesn't have to do anything on next Thursday? Oh, no. He, he still will have to do something. We'll go to dinner. Or we'll do something. Right on. Uh, Valentine's Day, Gimpy. Any plans? Oh, yeah. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna make a nice uh, meal at home, um, light some candles, and, and, and watch the dogs watch me eat. You, you, you're not doing anything for anyone? No. I know that there is some, um, I don't even know the right way to say it, so I'm going to be really crude about it. <laughs> I know you've got some horses in the stables. Right, 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 right. Is it really at that point yet? It's not at that point yet. It's not there yet. You don't think so? No, I don't think so, no. From what you told me, if I was one of those horses, I'd be like, we're definitely in a stable, sir. Gimpy says, <laughs> One of those horses, oh. I would definitely be in the stable. <laughs> uh, willy-nilly, anything you want to talk about, bring up something new, go back to something. Steve is on the line. Hey, Steve, how are you? I'm um, great. How are you doing? Good, sir. What do you have for willy-nilly? Oh, I was calling on uh, young and dumb. That's fine. What is that? What is your young and dumb, sir? Uh, when I was uh, out in California... 
you go down the 405 freeway and we'd lock, you know, that screw under where you can lock your throttle, you'd go about 90 and stand up on the seat of our Harley. Why? <laughs> Why? Uh, uh, something to do. Sure. <laughs> sure. That, that was a scary one. Then the funny one was I had a 350 bull taco. It could climb telephone poles. And my brothers built this, uh, you know, ramp out of that, that wood earlier that you said. And uh, they were sitting and they were like, oh, I don't know. I said, oh, go ahead. They had this little Kawasaki 90. Well, I didn't realize the thing was gutless. So I went over. I said, I can jump it. And I, I had it full out. And it went straight down. And I went straight out. And I was, you know, eating grass and they came running up. I said, don't touch me. Don't touch me. I felt my face and everything was there. So, Wow. <laughs> right on, man. I should, I, should, I should not be alive. I don't know. I, I didn't try to get this old, but. Right on. I, I appreciate you calling, Steve. Have a great day. Yeah, thank you. Bye. All right, sir. See you. Uh, Willy nilly, anything you want to talk about? Bob is on the line. Hi, Bob. Hey, yeah. Yeah, this is Bob. Hi, Bob. What do you have for us today? I'll yeah, I'm telling about a, a young and dumb. Yeah. Well, uh, I was in seventh grade. I was in seventh grade, and this uh, uh, hunter uh, who was my uh, uh, my brother's best friend, and he wanted to come on her hook, uh, kill some deer, I guess, and. Uh, uh, he said he was he had a primitive rifle with a 50 caliber ball on on top of it, and he he was like, "Yeah, you ever shot one of these?" I said, "No," and he said, "We had a 55 gallon can out there," and he, and he was like, "Well, let's shoot this." All right, and then he left me alone with it by myself, and I don't even know how to do this thing. He loaded it up. And it had two triggers on it. And I picked it up and I shot and I pulled the first trigger. And then I looked down the barrel. And then when I pull up, uh, <coughs> pulled it up. Buddy. It went off. Oh, Boom. on your face? Boom. No. On, when, I, when I put it down. When I put it down, I, I looked at the barrel. My goodness. And that was, yes. And how old were you? How old were you? I was, uh, uh, I was in seventh grade. Seventh grade. That's crazy. Right on. Well, Bob, I appreciate you calling, sir. All right. Have a Thank great you. day. Willy-nilly, anything you want. I'm kind of regretting saying it, but anything you want to talk about, <laughs> be my mess and then what you want to say, day two nine four five. I'll call us at 460-KMOD like Taylor did. Hi, Taylor. How are you? Doing wonderful. How are you guys doing? Great, man. It's good to hear from Great, you. Man. Tell me, what is the uh, what do you have for us on Willy Nilly? Definitely young and dumb. Um, so back in junior high, me and my friends, after school late night, probably like midnight, we would all get together, and we lived in a small town up by Grand Lake. That's much I'm going to say there. But uh, so we, for some reason, thought it was a smart idea to get all you know the pole vaulting mats that they had for like track meets and those things mm -hmm. 
Well, we would get all those together and we would stack like one or two on top of each other and we would jump off the top of the bleachers and do backflips. Looking back now, if we would have missed, definitely could have paralyzed any of us. It was a good hype. And I don't know who came up with the idea, but looking back, it's such a terrible decision. But <laughs> that was definitely my young and dumb. That's awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you uh, calling in, Taylor. Have a great day. Hey, we appreciate you guys. I listen every day. Y'all have oh, a good that's one. nice. Thank Aww. you, sir. See you later, Taylor. Later, guys. All right. Uh, willy-nilly, anything you want to talk about, BMMS, and then what you want to say to 82945, or you can call it 460-KMOD. Let's talk with Justin now. Hi, Justin. Hey, what's going on, guys? Not much, man. What do you have for us? Uh... Just taking it back to Sam, it made me think earlier you, you're going to see Elton John uh, tomorrow night with your dad, or with your, uh, it made you think of your dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a little tidbit. I worked at the BOK for a while, and one of Elton John's big deals is when he comes to town, he requires that whatever venue he's playing at fills his room as full as they can get it with flowers of every different kind. Oh, uh, that's in, cool. Yeah. He was a BOK however many years ago, and I was working up there, and they, there was a florist that just kept bringing in crates and crates of these flowers. And I finally asked the lady I was working with to be okay. I said, what's up with all these flowers? She said, Elton John requires that we load his room full of as many flowers as we can cram in there. So bizarre. Uh, not really if you think about it. If you're on the road that much, flowers make things feel a little more cozy okay. and okay. not as crazy. So Fleshing I can understand. Okay. A whole yeah. room seems a little insane, but. <laughs> right. But it's Elton John. <laughs> right. Yeah, but it's Elton John, exactly. <laughs> right on. Justin, I appreciate you, man. Have a great day. All right, man. Love you guys. Love you too, Love brother. You. Uh, Dave is on now for Willy Nilly. Hi, Dave. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? Good. What do you have for uh, Willy Nilly? Well, I'm going to do the young and dumb thing. I was uh, 14, so I was in eighth grade. It was the last day of school, and I was in music class, and we were we were huffing uh, liquid paper in out of a bag, and our teacher caught it and told me to go to the office. And I was all geeked out or something, so she went to our office. And I tried to hit her. You trying to hit the, the teacher? Well, yeah, I went to hit her through, you know, to get in her room, her office, and it had that net, you know, with the glass, Mm. and I punched it, and I had to get 176 stitches, and they found a piece of my skin, and they they sewed it back on my arm. The science teacher put it in a little bag and sent it to the doctor, and it sewed on, and Worked out fine after being black for a while, but I was definitely young and stupid. And how many times after that did you inhale anything like that? Oh, zero. Well, if you don't count cocaine. (laughs) That's more of a snort. Who does? (laughs) Right on. Eric, thanks, buddy. Have a good day. All right, you too. See you later. Uh, Willy-nilly, anything you want to talk about, let's go to Larry. Hi, Larry. How are you? All right, guys, I'm 53 years old. Back when we was about 14, I had a couple buddies, and we would take one of their mom's cars and go out on gravel roads. You remember back when we had gravel roads? I believe we still have them, sir, but continue. Not very many, but we would hang out the side of the car, and we called it gravel skiing. You would hang on the door at about 35 miles an hour down the old country roads, 
Kian. Tell me that wasn't young and dumb. Absolutely. That's young you and ever, dumb. Did you ever get injured? No, none of us ever really got hurt. It was just the crazy things we did. Right on. Well, have a great day, sir. Thank you for calling. Yep. See you later. Uh, Willy nilly, anything you want to talk about? Let's go to Trucker Guy. Hi, Trucker Guy. How are you? What's up, guys? What's up, man? What do you have for Willy nilly? <laughs> okay, I actually got a uh, question. What is something you did when you were youngins that would be totally unacceptable to do today? Sam? Drive drunk. I was a dumbass and drove. One time I got pulled over and don't even remember getting pulled over. And I'm ashamed of that, and I would never do that now. Gimby, what's something you did when you were younger that is not acceptable that you would never do today? That I would never do today? Yeah. Math. <laughs> I think that's fair to say. All right, shut it down. <laughs> Nobody can top that. Right. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> I, I'm trying to. Th- oh, my God. I'm trying to think what that would be. Uh, you can't talk meth? I, no. <laughs> no? Okay. No. Uh, I'll steal Sam's uh, driving drunk. Yeah. Driving drunk. Right, right. I was kind of going a different route. I, I probably should have questioned it differently or worded it differently. When I was a kid, we would walk around and go to the local strip hit with our guns and, uh, you know, shoot the turtles because they would eat the fish that we would fish. So when they would come up, we would shoot them. But More turtles? They eat fish. We <laughs> catch fish. Yeah, they're so, hungry. Yeah. Okay, well, I like to fish. But anyway. <laughs> but you're killing the, you're, you're getting turtles. Yeah, the poor tortugas. <laughs> they're just trying to live their <laughs> life. <sighs> Why not just eat turtles? <laughs> turtle stew. <laughs> I never had turtle stew. stew. I never had to repeat, no. Sorry. We're, we're, the thing is, is we couldn't walk around with guns slung around our shorter, shoulder today like we did back then. Yeah, you can. Yeah, as long as you have your license. We would have cops swarm around. There was a guy walking around the neighborhood with a gun around your shoulder. Yeah, that doesn't mean you yeah. can't do it. It's perfectly well, within your yeah. legal rights to do it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I guess what well, I meant was like... until they take it know, away. Yeah. Right. right. Right on. All right, Trucker. Yeah, probably still. Have a great day, buddy. Hey, you two guys. Thanks. Right, man, see you His later. patience with me was so thin. <laughs> no, <He's> like, Sam. <laughs> they're eating the fish, and I like the fish. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, let's so go to funny. Eric's been waiting. Hi, Eric. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you guys today? Good, man. What do you have for willy-nilly? Okay, when I was 18 years old, which was a few years ago, I lived with these two other guys that were 18 in this big house. And we'd go down to the grocery store, and back then you could buy cases of vegetables and stuff like that, canned food for like 10 cents a can. Well, we'd go down there and buy them by the case, and we'd bring them home, and we'd tear the labels off of four cans out of each case and put them in this cabinet. Well, since there was three guys, we separated the cooking in the house two days apiece. Well, on Thursdays, that was the odd day, we'd go in there and we'd take a can out of it. We'd each take a can out of it, we'd open it and dump it into a pot. And we called it Grabiola. You never could tell what it was going to turn out to be. Pumpkin pie filling and tuna fish is not any good. Right on. That's hilarious, man. We'd have have people come over to the house to see what we were having. (laughs) That's awesome. Right on, man. Well, have a great day, Eric. 
You too. All right, buddy. See ya. Did you I feel ever like have that's that? a better story than it being applicable. Like, oh, that's funny for maybe one or two weeks, and it's like, all right, this is disgusting. We need to eat. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, <laughs> he was young and definitely dumb. Yeah. We used to have that friend at parties that would, hey, for 20 bucks, I'll eat whatever out of the fridge, whatever you put together. So we would concoct all kinds of stupid stuff, hot sauce, salsa, bar, just whatever we could find. And, you know, he'd eat it all. Let's go to Luke is waiting. Hey, Luke, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Hey, man, what do you have for willy-nilly? Well, it was about when uh, Metallica came to the BOK Center first uh, uh, so many years ago. It was uh, Kurt Hammett's birthday, and uh, I, I had gotten those tickets from my recruiter because he had gotten in trouble from his wife, so he gave me the four, four nosebleed tickets, so I'm like, F this. And I saw the wristbands like everybody's wearing to get into the pit that day, so halfway through the concert, I got tired of sitting in the nosebleed, so I go out to the lobby, and they have envelopes and a napkin, so I take the, the adhesive strip off the back of that envelope, and then I get some napkins and wrap it around my wrist and kind of, like, tape it like that uh, to make a makeshift wristband, and I figured it was a, it's Metallica. Why not? Why not take a risk? So I go down to the pit, and sure enough, I get in, and then I see a buddy from high school there, and we just have fun until the end of the concert, and I had already... Uh, been in the BOK Center that past year with my uh, Army recruiter, so I knew where to go and where not to go. And so I snuck us backstage after the show to try to get into Metallica's dressing room, and we were, were about 20 feet from their dressing room. And then there's a group of VIP uh, people just gaggling around and getting in our way, and that's where we uh, finally got caught and escorted out. It's awesome, cool. man. And you wouldn't you wouldn't do that was dumb. That was young and dumb. I mean, I, I would do it again, so I guess I'm still kind of dumb. So. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. Luke, I appreciate you. Have a great day, sir. You too. All right, see you later. A couple more here. Uh, Brett. Brett, how are you? I'm good. Good. What do you have for willy-nilly? Well, when I was 11, I had an older sister in uh, Louisiana, and we went down to visit my grandparents. And she took me out to see the best little whorehouse in Texas. When we got done with that and came back home, she had a little Honda Matic 400 motorcycle, and which was an automatic, and asked me if I wanted to go for a ride. So I did. I took off and ended up, it was like 18 miles from the Texas border down there. I ended up getting chased by about 20 to 30 Louisiana state troopers and Texas state troopers. And going down dirt roads and everything else, ended up jumping a creek to lose them. Got back to my sister's mobile home, slid around the back and killed the motorcycle and laid it down when they all passed. And wow. She ended up having to sell the motorcycle because she couldn't ride it anymore. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> That's awesome. Duke boys. Watch it. Yeah. I was a big fan of that show. And, you know, you had Smokey and the Bandit and you had, you know, Hooper had come out. So, you know, I was 11. I was young and dumb and didn't have any fear. Right on, man. Brett, have a great day, man. You too. All right. See you later. Uh, let's do a couple more. Jimmy is on for Willy Nilly. Hey, Jimmy, how are you, man? Good, man. How you doing? Good to hear from you, man. Tell me, what is uh, you have? What do you have for us for Willy Nilly? I, I got a couple of things, quick, man. I grew up in the eighties in the middle of nowhere, so my every day was young and dumb. You know how it is throughout the country. <laughs> but I want to tell you one real quick, man. You know those little plastic guys with a parachute on them? You throw them up in the air, little soldier, you know, and then it opens up like a little handkerchief or something. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> my brother decided I'd make a good one of those. Him and his buddies. I was six. They were ten. And uh, they took me into getting on the top of Dad's back garden shed with a trash bag, one of those big black industrial trash bags strapped to me with string. And I jumped, 
hit the concrete, snapped both my ankles, and a garbage oh. bag did not make a good parachute. It yeah, didn't work, huh? Didn't, we're not successful, huh? <laughs> man, that thing didn't even open up. And I, I, rem- I never remember that was excruciating, man. It snapped them both. And my brother and his buddies got the whoopings of a lifetime. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, man, I'll never forget. But I had a really around the room question for you guys. That's kind of just a little thing. Um, the 2019 is going to come and go, and I achieved a major milestone in mine. I, I turned 40 this year, and I, I got my um, equine dentistry certification knocked out. So now I'm qualified to float horse teeth and do all that. So kind of excited, but I was wondering, have you guys said anything major for 2019 that you want to get done or that you want to achieve, you know, before it's over, comes and goes so fast. And I'm not talking a resolution. Right. Just something maybe major. Someone's going to get married. Something. Hit me with something. Right. Well, do it. we'll circle back around to that. But I have a question because Sam struggles with going to the dentist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is yeah, there I can some... hook you up, Sam. Hey, Sam, i got to deal a little. Hold your mouth wide open and everything. So you may not need that. No, I just want to get knocked out. I don't want to be awake for any of it. Yeah, yeah I can hook you up. It's all good. Right on. Buddy. Do, just, I'm so curious about the horse dentistry yeah. thing. Is that a well? Yeah. Is that a highly needed uh, career within yeah, the, with is, the equestrian world? Yeah, it is. It is extremely. And, you know, basically a horse, the main thing they need to, to do to, to survive is to eat well. And um, horses' teeth are kind of like beavers and rabbits. They continuously erupt. They just grow and grow and grow. So they're actually designed to be ground down. And if things get out of whack, things can get pretty messy in there. So... You know, if they start to lose weight, and it, it affects their performance. So, And it's really evolved a lot. It used to be hand tools. Now everything's fully electric, and it's pretty high-tech stuff. So sure. About it. Sure, yeah. much like the, the the dental industry in general. But, I, you yeah. know, I, I'm not sure. I feel like what you do is a pretty A and B scenario <laughs> because it's not like you're like, listen, you need to be flossing morning, <laughs> noon, and night, and you need, and you need uh, be using a different type of toothpaste. I mean, there's not much yeah. you can do. No, but my best training tool is actually, you know, the skull of a horse that obviously passed away. Um, I've got that, you know, kind of like a model, a visual for owners and stuff, so I can show you and say, here's one side, this is the natural side, how bad it is, and then this is the side that I've worked with the tools, and you can see how much better everything works. So it's... um, it's it's pretty cool, man. I'm really excited about it. I am fascinated by this. I never knew this. that they had horse yeah. dentists. I didn't either. Next yeah. thing you know, yeah, they'll be I getting breast surgery and stuff, right? Bloody horses. You see a lot. Wow. Okay, so back to your question. Anything big you're going to accomplish, Sam, in 2019? I I do hope I get my mouth worked on so that I don't need I don't have any more cavities. <laughs> get my mouth drilled. Yeah. Gimpy. Yeah. Um, try to finalize a divorce, save my house, get my car fixed. Uh, there's a slew of things here. Let's just umbrella it <laughs> and resolutions get my though. life together. <laughs> right. I'm going to get my life together. That's my big yeah, thing. Right. <laughs> yeah, the clock's ticking, Gimpy. The clock's ticking. Right. It's yeah, bro, it's only too. February, man. Come on. Well, I got that. It's a short month, mate. Get on it. It's a short month. <laughs> Days. It's taking you six months to save not four hundred dollars, Gimpy. You yeah, gotta, you gotta put this in high gear. I know it. Uh, I, mine would be. I, I don't. It's hard to tell the difference between that and a black, like um, a resolution, right? Because right, I'd right, like to get yeah. my black belt recommendation this year. So, uh, I, but that's also a resolution. So, uh, I'm not sure. I also want to get proposed. But it's achievable, to. so you'll do it, man. Yeah, Go ahead yeah. and do it. Right. Like the years fly by, you know, and we just keep putting things off. So that was just something I was like, hey, I've been wanting to do this forever. Went and knocked my schooling out, got it done. So hope the best for you guys, too.
Good what job. You want to do. That's awesome. Yeah. Jimmy, have a great day, buddy. It was good hearing from you. You too, guys. Bye. Say it to my mouth. Jimmy, the official horse <laughs> dentist of the Big Mad Morning Show. <laughs> I wonder if he did work on my mouth that he'd be like, no, it's too small. Because he's used to big old horse mouths. Like his tooth, like the mirror is like yeah. a spatula. <laughs> <laughs> Open wide. Right. So awesome. His point's well taken, though. Like, you're not getting any younger. Mm-hmm. So if there's something you've always wanted to do, don't waste any more time. Go do it. Yeah. Sam, you've always wanted to go skydiving, right? No. I thought you said you do. I've never, I don't think I've ever heard her say that. I thought I've yeah. heard her say yeah. that once before. Mm-hmm. Well, now's the time to do it. Like, what, one that I've been talking about with my wife is go back to school. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, but, I, again. Why? You're going to be an accountant? I mean, no. Like, what for? I mean, to continue to challenge yourself. Ah. I'm a big believer in that. <laughs> I've got, like, six credits away from my bachelor's, but. I don't. I feel like what good is it going to do me other than to be to be able to argue with you and be like, no, I have my bachelor's after eight years. Right. Of trying. Well, no, no, that's that's fine. It's I I like accomplishing things and and finding things that are a challenge and going after them. That's all that is for me. Yeah. That doesn't mean you know it's better or worse than the other. And I think you getting you finishing those six hours would not be to make it be ridiculous to do it to try and make a better arguer against someone no no no. just to have your bachelor's i'm saying that's the only thing that i could say now Yeah, you can say you accomplished something you started yes i mean i started my associates i got that (laughs) fine with that 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 is true that is true uh all right we gotta take a break we'll be back welcome to the thunderdome bitch more of the big mad morning show is next what's that Sounds stupid. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And we've been asking people to text in and tell us when you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? People do text besides the phone call on that topic. So let's go to the phones and see who we got. Stuart is on the line. Hi, Stuart. How are you? Hi, doing well. How about yourself, Corbin? Good, man. Thank you. When you were young and dumb, what dangerous situation did you put yourself in? Uh, Well, I grew up in Coweta, Oklahoma, and there's quite a bit of country folk i guess you would call them out here and i had probably three or four friends that were bull riders and one of those friends actually raised bucking bulls to bring to rodeos and events like that and so one day uh i decided to more or less was kind of coerced to get on one whenever i was not in the uh, in the best state of mind and uh, ended up getting, I don't know if you know what getting hung up on a bull is, but yeah. there, there's a way to get off whenever you, you know, are bucked off if you're good enough to choose when that time is. And I was not good enough to choose when that time was, and I, uh, I ended up getting, getting hung up. And on top of that, there were only two of us besides myself out there, so one of them videoing it, the other one opening the gate had to rush over and try to get me off the bull as I was getting drug around by this 2,000-pound animal, which I had no idea what I was doing at all. Did you ever get back on a bull? Uh, I Once after that, I was in another inebriated state. It's never something that I would do in a, <laughs> in a good a state of mind. <laughs> yeah. Right on, man. Well, I appreciate you calling and sharing with us. Have a great day, man. You as well. Thank you all so much. I really enjoy the show. Thank you, man. 
you know, the most dangerous situation seeming Sam's gotten herself into as a kid would probably be her steady diet of candy and raw sugar. You know, I, you still have both your feet, and that amazes me. Now back to the pretty, pretty princess, a big goddamn princess, and a guy that just likes to dress like one. I'm going to go with that I'm the, the big damn princess instead of the pretty, pretty. I'd like to be the pretty, pretty, but <laughs> I'll go with big damn princess. You look pretty, pretty to me. <laughs> right, because only Gimpy actually knows which one. Is intended. Yes. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah. I've on some of the ones we've gotten have been awesome yeah. that people have sent in. So thank you for all those. Uh did you see the story? Remember the story a while back, those guys got pulled over that semi of marijuana? Yeah, yeah. Up in like Paul Husker or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's like, No, 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 it's hemp. Yeah, it was like nine tons of grass yeah. or something like They're that. They're still yeah. in jail because it uh, tested uh, uh, with THC above the legal limit. Above like point three, I think is what yeah, it is. Point four and point five. Something That's like uh, really nine of the 11 pallets. Really? Tested Damn. above. Damn, so like barely above. Not mm-hmm. if you'd smoke it, you couldn't get high. Well, that, I mean... T- yes, it is barely, but it's still above the legal limit. Yeah, but and I guess that's they my don't question. Go, it's only point one. It's, right. But could you get high from it? I don't know. When you get the, your stuff for your medicine, mm-hmm. is it, what's the THC? Usually the stuff that I get is anywhere from 26% THC to... Uh, that's usually about the highest, high 20s. And it's usually like anywhere like 19 to 26, mm-hmm. 27 is about the magic number. Right. Yeah. So 0.3 is super, you, you won't get high off that. 0.4, I don't even think you'll still get high off of it, to be honest with you. You won't get intoxicated. Right. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, you're right. It's still over the legal limits. So. It's like the O'Douls right. of weed. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's just like with a DUI, you know, you blew that just one point over the legal limit. And well, now you get pot for a DUI. It's it's the law's the law. Right. Do Here's we. the part that's interesting to me. If it had no use, mm-hmm. why did it need a secure its own security? Because it had its own security with them. Really? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. You said nine of the 11 pallets? If I remember the story correctly, yes. So that means two of them were actually legal. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because it's, uh, you got to watch out for bandits, man. Right. You bandits know? of what? You know, if, it carries, Wild West? if it carries no. <laughs> yeah, but see, the thing is, is that's still CBD flour. You can still, you still get flour. Hell, I can go to any one of these. I can go to American Shaman and get a flour, a bud. It looks like pot. looks like grass, but it's only 0.3 THC, and it's not going to get you intoxicated. It just, it's the CBD effect. So, Bring your own security in case, you know, let's just say you're at a red light and you get, you know, raided by, you know, rival gang or whatever. I don't know. People people that just see that know that the shipment's going through and like, hey, we can make some money off that. Whether it's, you know. But then why don't they do that with electronics, the best buy truck coming through town? You are absolutely right. I don't know. That's what, to me, that's what the weird part of the okay. story is. Okay. And maybe it is, like you're saying, maybe normal within that industry. Mm-hmm. But it just seems bizarre yeah. that that's going on. And there's a local person in town that's willing to pay the bail for those people because he thinks that they are being held wrong- wrongfully. Like oh. he's getting, that they're getting screwed? Yeah. That's awfully nice. Yeah. And, like a buddy. and to me, it's one of those things that has to be worked out because though it's legal here, mm-hmm. they had to use, they use the DEA to test it and all that. Yeah. Well, see where it gets a little muddy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it. So what, what are they... Got to work out the kinks, and unfortunately, these two or these three saps are the ones that are going to have to, you know, pay the punishment on that. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, yeah that does suck. You just federally regulate it, get it all done and over with, make it recreational, and then we won't have any problems. Sure. It's okay. Sure. I don't think they grandfather backwards, though. 
Yeah, you're still in trouble. <laughs> oh, that sucks. God, that right? would suck. Yeah, go through all this, and then they're finally like, all right. Trump's like, we're just going to go ahead and make it recreational legal federally. Right. Damn it. Damn it, Don. There's, I don't think any president could just go ahead and do that. Not even an executive order? No. You don't think? No. I don't know how the government works, so I don't know. <laughs> no. I'm just being honest. <laughs> no, I mean, he could write an executive order. Uh -huh. You're right. I, but I think the backlash from lobbyists and other organizations, pharmaceutical industry. Big tobacco, farm, big tobacco, big pharma, all yes, that. Yes, okay. I think, that, I think that that's what would be holding that back. That makes sense. Lying in too many pockets. If you don't think those organizations, even with this president, mm -hmm. help dictate some things, I think you're mistaken. Yeah. 100%. The swamp is still there, yo. <laughs> nah, man. We're going to clean it out. Uh, all right. We need to take a break. We'll come back and find out what everybody learned. Let's go, people. Tulsa's Morning Show. The Big Mad Morning Show. Shut up with your names. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. The Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. We're going to find out what everybody learned. You call and tell us your favorite part of the show. Sam, what'd you learn today? Oh, that Gimpy was hoping to get pegged and his his wheel idea next week. You know, gay sex. It'd be so funny. <laughs> wow. That escalated quickly. Gimpy, what'd you learn today? Ooh, I learned that it wasn't easy for Sam to, uh, oh, hell, I can't even read. Oh, yeah, sneak out to the back door is what it is. Wasn't easy for her to sneak into the back door. Oh, and I'm not the only one that volunteered for the Special Olympics. Uh, <laughs> uh, I learned that it took Gimpy just $20 to concoct for a guy at a party. And I also learned that, uh, and I also learned that uh, there's a dental industry for horses. Well, I know a bunch of women and men that could utilize that. With the long face. <laughs> uh, it's Corbin saying, make sure that dishwasher is loaded right. I'm Seaman Sam, and this is for Mother. This is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last Noise. Enter password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show would like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, total, total douchebag. douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll. It's over. Bicycle, Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.